<laughs> Welcome back to Midnight Double Feature, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Zoheb. I'm here with my good buddy Colin. How you doing, Colin? I'm doing well, guy. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Oh, that's badass, man. Uh, yeah, dude, we're covering Dread today. Uh, the 2012 Dread. I want to make sure I had to uh, open the episode with the shitty 1995 one because it's so iconically bad. Um, but yeah, like how. <laughs> How funny is that fucking Stallone version? Like, it's just fucking ridiculous. Have you oh, seen that? I, I, I thought that's what we were covering. Oh, yeah, man. Like, for sure. We're just... Uh, I, I completely watched the wrong movie then. Oh, Fuck. well, all right. Yeah, we'll be back. No, I'm just... I was, gonna, I was yeah. so going to fuck with you hard. <laughs> we'll be back like, next week. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, because uh, actually, I've seen I've seen the, the, like, the 95 one way more than I've seen the newer one. Like, I grew up watching oh. it as a kid. So, like, yeah, I, me like, too. I, I still like get a little bit nostalgia for it, but at the same time, I mean, you have to recognize that it's a pretty bad movie. Yeah, man. I um, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when I was younger, like me and my brother would rent the shit out of it. Like we never bought it, we rented it all the fucking time for some reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I remember loving the music in that too. Like it was just so fucking good. Um, but yeah, man, this this movie is the real deal. Like this is dread. <laughs> um, yeah, for those for those of you um, that are like, well, why are they covering covering dread? Uh, we teased that we were doing a comic book movie uh, for this for this episode, and don't get us wrong, this is a comic book movie. This is based on a UK um, mm-hmm. comic book comic book line by uh, two thousand AD or twenty no two thousand AD not twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2000 AD is the name of the company. Um, yeah, so you might you might feel a little bit duped. Oh, they didn't cover anything Marvel. They didn't cover anything DC. Well, fuck you. We make the rules, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we just I mean, with Infinity War coming out, we just did like a big review of that, and we're like, man, yeah. you know, we there, there was a lot of movies that we kind of flip flopped in between, like DC and Marvel, and you know, even some that aren't DC and Marvel, and we were like, you know, like Dread Dread's good, you know, it's like let's well, you know, it's it's a comic book movie, you know, and we just kind of it's it's kind of cool to shift gears off of something that's not Marvel for once yeah. too, which is which, which is cool with with everything that's been going on lately uh you know so much news covering that uh you know it's cool yeah. to kind of shift gears and go in another direction absolutely and it's the first sort of like outright action movie that we've covered as well which is like because we're, we're getting like the price of two genres here basically right yeah you got the action movie and a sci-fi uh and a comic book well actually three three genres really um but no man uh this week uh I, I don't we don't really have that much sort of preamble i mean it's been a it's been a slow couple of weeks since Avengers came out. I haven't really seen anything else to review um, because every other studio knows to get the fuck out of the way of Avengers um, <laughs> because that thing is just carving up um, the box office, as Matt and I talked about last episode. Um, but yeah, Deadpool's coming out soon. Solo's coming out soon. I'm seeing really good stuff for like early stuff for those two movies. So I'm really stoked to to talk about that man in the coming weeks. Uh, but Colin, you got anything else before we can kick this bitch off? Uh, no, nah, man, no, nothing really. Citizen Mama, your crimes are multiple homicide in the manufacture and distribution of narcotics. How do you plead? Defense noted. All right, let's get into this, man. Um, what, let's, let's start off, what do you think about Carl Urban? Um, I think, um, I, I think he does a good job. Um, I know, 
uh, it's, it's obviously miles away from the one that Stallone did. Um, and it's, I, I think it's, I'm not a big, I'm not really up and up on Judge Dredd, especially with the comic book stuff, but I'm pretty sure he never takes the helmet off. I think it's almost like That's a right. Master Chief Halo kind of thing, yeah. like the helmet never comes off. Um, and that was yeah. When the helmet comes off in the in the 1995 one, you know you're about to watch a shitty movie. Yeah, right. And like I yeah, and apparently a lot of actors I think turned down Judge Dredd because of that, and Stallone almost turned it down. He's like, dude, this this helmet's got to come off. Um, but yeah, Carl uh, Carl Urban was I almost called him Keith Urban. Um, oh, <laughs> Carl, Jesus, <laughs> uh, Carl, Australia, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, Carl Urban, uh, I think, I think he does a good job, especially, you know, there's, there's, there's some things, you know, I, I don't like love about it. Sometimes just the, you know, the, the look of just this like constant, just like the I, grimace. I, yeah. The grimace, like some of it's a little too thick for, for me at some, at some parts, but you know, the voice, you know, the voice was really great. And that's, that's really, um, you know, th- like the, 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 the sound of his voice, it's really, uh, authoritative. There was nothing about it that it seemed like put on or that I wouldn't be intimidated by. I was like, dude, if I were in a room and I heard this guy talking, I would listen. Um, yeah, I would shit my pants for one if that, right. if this asshole walked into the room. Yeah. And he's definitely, he, you know, he definitely reminds me of a lot of like, um, I don't know. Uh, I got a real, like almost like RoboCop kind of feel from it. Um, mm, I think they're absolutely. actually, I, I think in the nineties, they actually did quite a few crossovers and there was like a judge dread versus RoboCop kind of comic book. I might be wrong on that. <sighs> That's badass. Yeah. That's I, badass. I, 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 I could, I, I think there might've been a video game actually. I might be wrong, but, or, or like, I, but I know for sure they cross over at some point. It just makes so much sense. Just the, you know, the standard to uphold the law at all costs and almost, uh, almost, you know, with Dread, obviously, you know, he's not a, a you know half machine or anything, but you know, has that really kind of cut and cold, black and white kind of look at things, um, which I, I think I think that's definitely interesting, especially for their for their time setting uh, for where they are. And I don't blame them. You know, the cops have to be judged during execution or right on the spot, um, so there's not a lot of time to like dick around and consider things. Um, you know, there's you gotta you know you gotta make decisions like right off the bat. Um, but I, I think he did a pretty good job. Um, you know, I I, uh, I, I definitely like I, I like the I like the voice. I'm a big fan of like voice acting and the the sound of, you know, like people's voices is is really you know is really what can make it or break it. You know, really make it believable. Um, but yeah. yeah, all in all, I thought he, I thought he did a good job. So <clears throat> you can tell how good of a podcaster I am um, because I completely forgot to ask you uh, before I asked you what do you think of Carl Urban. I forgot to ask you, what do you think of the actual movie? <laughs> oh, yeah, well... Um, Give me your thoughts, man. Give me your general thoughts, and I'll uh, hit you with mine. Um, I'm, I don't love this movie. Um, I, I think... Um, and, and I've been keeping that at bay because I know you. I, I know you fucking love this movie. Yeah, Colin, um, <laughs> dude. I, I, there, I I bought it. Um, I think I bought it when it came out on DVD. It might have been a little bit later or whatever. I I bought it and I've had it forever. I've watched it once, and I probably had it for like four years. You know, since it came out, and have not watched it since. Not until you were like, "Hey, we should cover this," and I was like, "Actually, yeah, I do have that one. I probably, you know, probably should cover it." Um, all in all, like I, you know, is is it entertaining? Is it a good movie? Like, yes, you know, there's like it's not, you know, it's it's not just an unbearable movie to watch. But there there are things about it that, you know, it's, especially with the, I think they really skimped on the budget with their CGI and their effects. Like the with digitally, I just like the the, the parts that make up for it are obviously when they're you know like the the scenes where they're what's the name of the drug that they take. 
slow-mo slow-mo yeah um those are absolutely gorgeous shots and those are uh those are really some of the best shots of the whole film or when they when they do those kind of things the music uh that, that plays along with it it all looks in- incredible and it sounds incredible um but really just a lot of the digital effects just kind of fell flat with me i was like i just you know I, i'm not a fan of digital effects in the first place but when they're done right i mean you you know you, you a modern cinema goer you know you've got to be able to put up with digital effects and i think um i you know, I've, I've, I can make kind of peace with it when they look good, but I just, I just didn't think that this, the, the, their, their effects and a lot of it look good. Um, you know, building the city and all that stuff, it looked great. It really had this almost like Blade Runner kind of like Fallout feel to it, which I really love. Um, and I think they did a, a good job with like their world building and stuff. You know, it, it, it feels like a real lived-in kind of world. Um, <clears throat> Um, but I, and I, and I, but I do love, I can't stress this, this, I love the story to it. Uh, I love, you know, how the story takes place. It almost has kind of like a diehard feel to it. Um, it, you know, it, it, you know, these two people stuck in a tower and someone's taking it over and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. You know, and it all takes place over, you know, just a day. Um, and I love, you know, the fact that this is, this is, you know, I guess what some people would consider like a normal walk in the park for like dread, you know, I, I guess it's not every single day something like this happens, but what a day to take on a rookie. Um, so I thought that was really interesting and in seeing what would probably be, probably be one of the harsher days for dread, which is saying a lot. It's like this rookie's first day. Um, you know, that's, I thought that was really cool. And I, I like the relationship between them. I, I just, you know, it's just, I just don't love it. It's a good movie. It's entertaining. It was definitely worth buying. Um, but it's something that, you know, if, you know, if, if I walked out and my disc was broken on it, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that kind of sucks, you know, but, but at the same time, it, <laughs> it, it, it is, it is a good movie and, and it's, it's not, you know, I, I wouldn't just be like, oh, don't watch that. That's terrible. You know, yeah, watch it. You might like it, but it's, it's personally just not for me. You know, I mean, it's not as good as the, you know, 1995 version with Stallone. Oh yeah. No, um, that's a master pace, man, for sure. But I hate to say it, I would probably watch that one before I'd watch this one again, just because of pure nostalgia, honestly. Wow. All mm-hmm. right. Throwing jabs, well, throwing man. jabs. Fucking hell, man. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to trying to put my arms up and block, but man, you're fucking <laughs> gut punching me here. You're going below the belt too. Um but no nah, man. Uh yeah. It's no secret, man. I fucking love this movie. This is uh one of the few movies that I've seen five times in the cinema. Yeah. Five. Um, and when, and I guess, you know, it helps because it's kind of short as well, right? It's, it's 90 minutes. Um, but, uh, look, man, this was, this was fucking, I, I could not wait for this. When I heard about this movie being made, I was like, yes, because, um, like we said at the top, um, we grew up on Judge Dredd, uh, the movie. I didn't read any of the comic books or anything like that, but I was, like, super interested with the concept. Dude, the concept of, like, like policemen basically walking around and, like, doing, like, summary judgments and executions and shit, like, without the court. Like, that, that's, that fascinates the hell out of me. That fascinates me the hell out of me today because, like, I'm doing law and shit. Yeah. Like, it, it could never exist. Like, this, this whole, this whole thing would, like, fall apart in, like, like, a month less than that because, like, you need, <laughs> you need due process, right? Like, you need all that shit. Yeah. Um, so, like, dude, like, the, the way, the way it's handled, though, in this movie, like, I just... I love I love it so much. Like like they're talking about ISO cubes. Like uh, like um like I'm I'm assuming that's like a like a jail like a prison cell, and there's mm-hmm. like juve juve tubes for like uh for like um like the the juvenile detention like 
it, it fascinates the hell out of me. And I, I, I love, I love the way, like you said, man, the way the story is set up, it's like diehard. Um, this movie copped a lot of shit as well because it was released just after the raid, uh, which is an Indonesian flick. It's a martial arts flick. Um, and that was set in like a building as well, mm. um, just like kind of like a like a one location sort of thing. But that one location sort of thing, it's a good way to also hide the budget. Yeah, um, yeah. This is a science fiction film, and science fiction films aren't really very cheap to make. I mean, like if you're going for a scope like this, which is ambitious, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can't really show the rest of the city because it's you know it's 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 expensive. Like you know, you, like at the start you got riots and shit. Um, but yeah, like it, it'll be expensive to do, so it's not really, it's not the easiest, man. Like, but like I love the way they kind of had to counteract that a bit, like just by keeping it in one location. Uh, you talked about the budget. Now let me, let me, let me, let's flip the script a little bit. Let me hit you with the budget. What, what do you reckon the budget was for this? Um, I'm gonna say thirty-five million dollars. Uh, well, yeah, you're in the ballpark. So it was somewhere between thirty to forty-five. Um, and look. Assholes, I did my part, okay? This only made $41.5 million at yeah. the box office. I did my part. I watched this movie five times, like I said, so you guys got to pick up your game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for years, man, this thing got released in 2012, but for years there's been like rumors and shit. Like, uh, like this has got like a bit of a cult following. Yeah. Um, th- there's like a... Like every now and then, um, Carl Urban comes out and like, mentions something about sequels and shit, but like... Man, I just want to see a sequel to this. Like, just open up the scope. There's so much there to tell, man. Like, there's so much meat on the bone. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I want to talk about as well. Um, so, this was written by Alex Garland, who's become a pretty big name now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man. He directed Ex Machina. He directed Annihilation. Um, he's definitely... He's he's awesome, man. He's a force of nature. This guy. He wrote Twenty Eight Days Later. Like that's no small feat. Yeah, I, fu- I uh, fucking love Ex Machina. That is such a good. Yeah. If any, anybody hasn't seen that, definitely check that out. Oh yeah, uh, look, man. I I would not hesitate if you asked me to cover that one day, like oh, on yeah. the podcast. Oh yeah, that's that's another in the backlog. <laughs> no, for sure. Just the long list of growing movies, but um. Yeah, but it's funny because this movie was directed by Pete Travis, uh, who directed Vantage Point, uh, which was also pretty decent. But um, recently, Carl Urban came out and like publicly said, um, no, most of it was actually directed by Alex Garland. <laughs> yeah, I, I, dude, I heard about that. There's been like yeah. a lot of conflicting reports because um, I think that, um, yeah, Pete Travis has come out and said that, yeah, uh, like we came to an unorthodox conclusion about how the movie mm. should be made and, you know, how things, sh- how it should be directed. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I, because from what I've seen, you know, is, I, or from what I've read, was that Alex Garland was really kind of put in in the editing process, um, like very heavily put in in the editing process. But yeah, a lot of people have come out and said that he he basically directed this movie. Um, but I think that I think it's got both their kind of like hands in it. Uh, I've heard, yeah, I've I've heard. Um, I've heard Carl Urban say that it's Alex Garland, and then Alex Garland come out and say, "No, you know, it was, it was definitely a collaboration between the two of us." But yeah, 
I, uh, from what I've read, that led to a lot of um, of the director not really like promoting the film much. Um, I think he actually had like a lot of like resentment towards that from what from just from what I've read because he wasn't apparently like very supportive of it. Um, yeah. But uh, but but yeah, I was I was honestly really really surprised to see that. Uh, you yeah. know, you never see the the screenwriter come in in the editing room and start directing stuff. That's nuts. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that's another thing I want to talk about, man. The the way this movie was promoted and marketed was fucking dog shit. Um, Lionsgate, man, like, they just completely dropped the ball with this movie. Um, like, when it... No one had heard about it when it came out. Like, my dad... My dad, who who also liked the first... Well, he didn't like it, but, you know, like, we... Because he watched it, like, through us because we rented it so many times. Um, he was like, wait, they made another one? <laughs> Like, he just, he was, like, just completely blindsided. Um, and, like, no one knew it was coming out, which is, like, another reason why I think, you know, it earned so little. But not to, like, I mean, there's a lot of factors that can go into that. I mean, like, it's rated R. Like, it's very violent. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not really for kids. Like, so you already, you know, you're limiting your, your audience there. But, man, I also love the supporting cast of this. Like, how fucking good is Lena Headey? Oh, man. Like, she's... she She's so... Um, she's so I, I I can't really think of the word. Like, she's a she's a presence. <laughs> yeah, like I it, it's that's that's one of the only things I really had a problem with. I wish they would have done a little bit more with her, mm. uh, because she does feel kind of two dimensional at parts. It's like mm. you know, I I just I don't feel like we get enough of that character. Like she feels very menacing, and I I do feel. You know, kind of like intimidated, and and you know, yeah, this chick's gonna like like some cartel shit, carve you up and throw you off a balcony. But I just, I wish they'd given me just like a little bit more. Um, that's that's like I felt like her kind of her kind of demise was a little anticlimactic. You know, I was like, man, you know, I I get it. You know, this is kind of like a smaller, not a smaller budget movie, but you know, thirty five million dollars for um, thirty five to forty five for a for a, this big of a scope of a sci fi film is not you know not on compared to budgets that we're used to hearing you know this is this is somewhat like oh that's that's kind of a smaller budget i get it you kind of i i don't know i, I don't want to say that i felt like the ending was rushed but i do feel like it was kind of anticlimactic because she could she could be a much better character and she is a good character that's why it kind of leaves me wanting more from her well you know what that, what i compare this movie to a lot um because the budgets were very similar um is district nine so this was also shot in South Africa, same as District Nine. That was shot in uh, Johannesburg. This was shot in Cape Town. Um, but yeah, the budgets were really similar. Both the sci-fi flicks. Um, District Nine feels a bit bigger though, and I think that's because um, well, Neil Blomkamp, um, like he's got Peter Jackson on his, on his at his back, like producing it. So I'm sure mm-hmm. you know you got a lot of that shit. <laughs> but like. Um, yeah, man, like when it comes comes to the budget, like I just keep comparing these two and this feels a lot smaller, uh, in scope, um, just cause I don't know. I don't know. Um, but look, man, I, I love the hell out of this movie. I'm really excited to get into this, man. Like just, uh, just, just off this first scene, this first scene is probably my favorite in the movie, to be honest. I love the way this movie opens. Um, it's just so high energy from the start. It's just such a great intro to me, man. Like I love this car chase. Like this is this is. I think they like blew their load a little bit early because like they just spent. It looks like they spent a lot on this like car chase scene. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Um, look, unless you got anything else to say, we'll just kick it off. Yeah. 
Now, Abby, I was going to hit you with a little bit of trivia first. Yeah, um, sure. Just a little bit that I pulled up. Uh, apparently, this has almost the, if not the exact same, almost the exact same runtime as the original Judge Dredd. It does, yeah. That's really cool. Um, and apparently, yeah, the director has come out and said that there will absolutely not be a sequel. Hmm. And yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks. Like, and I'm not, you know, it, it, uh, but apparently, you know, he had so, so little to do with the directing responsibilities, you know, who knows if you can take that at face value or not. Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, yeah. Like what, one thing that I thought was really interesting, um, uh, is like when the, when the, when they do the slow-mo and, you know, the drug, you know, the, the music was what was really interesting to me. I was like, what, what kind of music is that playing? And I, I'm not sure if it's, it's so cool. um, I, I think that they said it was either inspired by, or it is a Justin Bieber song slowed down 800 <laughs> times, 800 times they slowed the song down. I was like, that's really uh, cool actually. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I, like, it, like, I I think the soundtrack for this movie is so fucking good, man. Like the mm-hmm. the, the 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 style, the visual and audio style, audible style for this movie is so spot on. Um, like it's just it does it's very energetic. Um, and uh, uh like I just I love the hell out of it. But yeah, man. Uh, we'll get into this first scene here. Um, like I said, I love this opening. It's just like it just shows you Mega City One, like this whole this fucking hellscape. Yeah. Um, the cursed Earth. Like I, the cursed Earth always fascinated the hell out of me. Um, like I always wanted to see a bit more of it. That's why uh, in the original Judge Dread, I like that we see that family, the fucked up family. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was fucking cool, man. That was probably the best part of that movie, to be honest. But, um, yeah, like we get Carl Urban straight away. Eight hundred million people living in this old world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this city stretches from Boston to Washington, which is like which was the the length of my last visit to to America because like, I started in, in in Washington, went up to Boston. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a fucking massive city. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, it's like. Yeah, eight hundred million people. I love. They show up. They show a map at one point of just mm. of just Mega City, and you see all the rest of the U.S. It's just been. It's just like dark. Like there's like Annihilated. nothing there. I was like, oh my god, that's really cool. Yeah. So what do you what do you think? I mean, like, because I I don't know how it became that way, but I'm assuming it's nuclear war, right? Because they talk about irradiated. Like it's. I think because I think cursed Earth is irradiated wasteland, right? I, yeah, I, um, I'm not sure I would assume, you know, I mean, assuming it's nuclear war is probably not like far off from anything that goes like post-apocalyptic, but I didn't know if it was, it was kind of like an interstellar thing where crops started dying and people just started, you know, people started dying yeah. and started running out of food. Um, cause it, yeah, it seems like everything is just, everything in this, uh, world feels manufactured. It feels very, you know, it's like I said, it kind of has that almost like that Blade Runner kind of feel where like the food is all like manufactured, like nothing's grown like organically. Everything feels like it's it's just running like artificially. And I, th- I think that's really, uh, I think that's really interesting. And like it took it's me about a us. Yeah, it took me a long time to kind of put my finger on that. I was like, well, there's something just so off about this world. It's like, it's just so, like, inorganic. Um, yeah. Everything about it seems, like, artificial, um, which, yeah, like, I, 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 so, yeah, I guess I assume it's some kind of nuclear war or maybe a famine or, or, or something. Uh, yeah, something like that. Well, I just assumed that it was, uh, you know, your boy over there going to war with uh, the boy in North Korea. Oh yeah, my country <laughs> is the best country, and I have all the nukes. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna build a wall, uh, but anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, man. We get this look in on like oh, I love these shots, these aerial shots. Like I know it's all CG, um, but I like I just I love the hell out of it. This it's such a good way to open it, man. Like we get these riots. Uh, it's just showing the state of decay and disorder in like in this city, and and why why they like this 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 fucking legal system is needed right like i mean mm-hmm. why they need to uh, pretty much like expedite the whole process get rid of the courts you know like we need we need judgment now right so, yeah <clears throat> i love that man um it's just such a cool way to start the movie and then we get we get bam dread and like it kicks into high gear with this car chase and dude i love the music here like you know you know i i love scores in movies like i love listening out to scores and just like picking out like what adds to a scene um and goddamn the way this kicks off with this industrial kind of techno um it's just i don't know what it is about this score that just like kind of like revs me up i'm like yes give me more <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i i like um because you were just talking about you know you know it's all digital but it looks good like that's yeah. that's when it looks really good to me like i can live with digital effects you know if they had just kept up that kind of par but like there's um yeah there's just there's just parts coming up and y'all you know, like and I'll, mm. I'll, I'll i'll point them out as they're coming up but d- yeah, yeah that's that's what that's what sucks is like i see what you did and it looks good and i just keep running with that but yeah but yeah it, it looks great and like right you're you're just like in the front seat immediately going 100 miles an hour down this road like you feel like you're sucked in with dread like right away oh for sure dude uh i, I love i love how we kick off with the command center and like the command center is like i, I think they call them um sector is the name of the command center mm. and sectors like shouting out these three perps that are like you know like wanted and it's just like any judges please respond and then you just get this shot of like judge dread i think they call they call the bikes uh, the lawmaster mm-hmm. um in the comics and um yeah in, in the old one these things were flying and shit but i'm, I'm glad yeah, I'm, I'm glad we get this kind of like grounded version like it's pretty much just a normal bike with like a shell over it mm. um with like guns but uh, I just uh, I, I yeah. can't with this scene. I've seen this scene so many fucking times. <laughs> I, I I actually read yeah that Carl Urban like was just like refused to stunt double. He was like no like for this oh, scene well. he, he was like I want to ride the bike. He's like he's that's like, awesome I'm, man. He's like it's just too cool to pass up. It looks too cool. That's awesome, Carl Urban man. It, like he needs more work. Like I know that he works so hard. Like he's he was in Thor Ragnarok. He's in Star Trek. Like. He he's so fucking good, and he's 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 from our neighbours to the to the uh, east, uh, New Zealand. He's a Kiwi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's awesome, man. But like, he he works in this movie. Like, he's just he's such a good choice to play Dread. I, I just realised I didn't get a chance to talk about him, but like, yeah, he's um he's just so awesome, dude. But um. Yeah, anyway, so, like, this this car chase goes for a little while. Uh, Dread catches up to them. Uh, well, he catches up to them not before they fucking brutally, in the first, like, act of violence in this movie, we get this look in on this poor guy crossing the street and BAM! Oh, all dude, over the yeah. windshield. It totally, like, I forgot all about it, and it still got yeah. me, like, it still yeah. got me this time. It's like, oh, shit! Just the way it's shot, man. Like, it's so, like, it's so unceremonious. Like, it's just, like, it's, like, bam. And, like, if you didn't know this was an R-rated movie, you know it now, right? Like, goddamn. Yeah, right. Um, But then he's, like, control. Perp just wiped out an innocent. 
I'm taking them down. But then, like, I mean, you do also get that thing, like, oh, okay, well, these guys just shot, just fired, like, a whole round of, like, Uzi bullets all over this, like, populated city. But, yeah. you know, why didn't you take them out earlier? But, you know, that's comic book shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just fires these, like, a couple rounds into their tire and they just go fucking flying. Um, and then you get this one motherfucker who runs into the... to. I think it's it's a, it looks like a shopping center, like a mall. Like, did you catch that? Yeah, I, I I'm not sure what it is. It's it looks like some like is it like a food court in a mall? Like, where the hell are you right now? Like, it kind of kind of threw me off. But yeah, I guess it's I guess it's just some kind of like yeah, the restaurant or food court or something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but like people are running out, man. Like everyone's just like, there's just <laughs> it's just he's got this like lady at gunpoint. Uh, and look, I completely. I will I will concede that this is the part this is the first instance of the digital effects not going well. Oh yes. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was gonna say this guy looks like a fucking like cheap jack o' lantern, like when he shoots <laughs> that hot shot. But see, I love it. Like I like the gun. I like the fact that you have different ammunitions for different kind of oh, situations. But God, yeah. it just looks. Yeah, I, like as long as you're willing to concede that that looks like dog shit, we can move faster. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's a good point. I, I love. I've always loved the guns. Man. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It, um, so they're called the Lawgivers. Um, and pretty much he just shouts out whatever, like, bullet he's after, whatever bullet type he's after. Um, he's got, like, high explosive. He's got armor piercing. Like, I, I've always loved that, man. I always loved that he's got, like, a variant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, like... It's so science fiction-y. It's so very science fiction-y, but, like, it's just so... It's so cool. It's like, oh, wonder what he's going to... Wonder what he's going to use next to get him out of the situation, you know? Yeah, but it, feels I love like how- ba- it feels like Batman's utility belt. Right, exactly. Like, he can just pull anything out of his ass. Like, he can just be like, oh, dude, remember Judge Dredd, the old one? He's like, double whammy, and it fucking shoots two people. Like, the bullet splits. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, 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 yeah, like heat-seeking bullets or something. It's like, oh, my yeah. God. Fucking ridiculous. But <laughs> anyway, uh, that's another thing, man. I love how grounded this movie is compared to that one. Like, it's, it's just so... You can see, like... Okay, like, you know, sure, maybe, you know, we won't have 800 million people crammed into one city, but, like, you can see how this could kind of happen in maybe, like, 10 years or so. Like, it is so, like, fucking... Like, it, I'm, I'm talking, like, in, like, a third world country or some shit. Like, some, yeah. something, like... Yeah, like, I, but, I, Oh, no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna... I was just gonna say, like, I mean, if you compare this to the 95 version where there's, like, flying bikes and shit, like... Oh yeah, and like the like the Statue of Liberty is somehow right in the middle of New York now. Like 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 yeah, it, it's it's really odd. Like the city feels like what? Um, oh God, not Jerry Bruckheimer. God, what's his name? He did Batman and Robin. Oh my God, I can't believe. Oh, Joel Schumacher. Thank you. Um, it like the city feels in the ni- in the ninety five Judge Dredd feels like what Schumacher made the Batman mm. universe feel like, and like Batman Forever and Batman versus Robin, um, or Batman and Robin. Um, that it kind of feels that way, like just this like yeah every I, I I don't I don't know how to describe it, but there's there's definitely like a similarity between the way and I mean those movies were made you know just a few years apart. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like it's kind of like a Joel Schumacher kind of city. But this one, like I said, the world 
building is great. I, it feels very believable. It, it definitely feels like a real city that's like lived in. So like, I, yeah, like you said, they kind of do blow their load right at the beginning of it with building mm. this huge city and this huge car chase. But it's good because it kind of, you know, it's going to ease us into the kind of, I, I don't want to say a smaller act, but, you know, a, a less, you know, explosive. A bit more field. intimate. Yeah. Yeah. You go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, look, I I love this scene. Um, this reminds me of like Clint Eastwood style shit. Like mm-hmm. I love the way like the it's shot and he's holding the gun, and he's like, hot oh, shot. Like he's just got that like that Eastwood grimace. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? I think actually they either they based Judge Dredd off of Clint Eastwood, and yeah. I think I think yeah. Carl Urban said that he was watching a lot of Eastwood stuff to to get in preparation for the role. It definitely fits, man. Like it definitely, it for sure fits because, like, like especially in this scene where he's holding the gun, the way he's got the one arm and he's just like, it, like it's kind of like a low angle shot on him. Um, it, it definitely looks like something that's like out of um, out of the the Dollars trilogy, right? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, man, he lights this motherfucker up, which is a bit of a risky move considering you know he's got a Uzi next to this girl's head, but. Yeah, right. You know. What if the guy had like a fucking seizure? <laughs> just like <laughs> just like litter up. <laughs> hey man, this guy's this guy's sentence is death. He he's got no compromise, this guy. I think that's kind of like that's that's kind of important to the characteriz- character characterization of dread in this movie. Because when he teams up with Anderson later, like um like her whole point is to like kind of um, make Dredd see that there's, you know, there's shades of compromise that's needed sometimes. Like, right. you can't just be black and white. Right, yeah, exactly. There's there's going to be some kind of, if you're, you know, yeah, you can you can just have, you know, black and white, but somewhere in between, people are going to fall through the crack. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and and that, that's another thing. Like, uh, we talked about the music, but uh, another thing I really liked about this movie is the sound, the sound design. Um, I love the gun sound. Uh, the way when, whenever he says something, the way the the guns sound like it's like it's it's reacting to his voice. And it's like doo, 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 and it's like, and then when he fires, he pulls the trigger. It just it sounds so, it sounds so sci-fi, but it's just so like, oh, it's so satisfying. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it just feels like a video game. Yeah, that gun. I would definitely. I would definitely have that gun. Um, Harrison Ford from Blade Runner and the RoboCop Beretta, like that's like those those three guns. I mean, even again, I hate to keep bringing up the '95 version, but I mean, this gun is really. Uh, cool. No, dude, seriously, it's it's gonna come up because there is no fucking way we're gonna cover that movie. So, right, yeah, talk about it. Talk about it as much as you can. <laughs> Um, I, but yeah, I, I love the gun in both of those. You know, this one seems like a little bit more tactical, like a little bit more sleek. But like, yeah, I right. actually, I actually think I like again nostalgia. Um, but just just the way the one that Stallone has, because it's just a little bit more bulkier, it's a little bit bigger. Every everything about Dread is a little bit more toned down in this one. You know, the colors aren't as bright. Um, mm. you know, his uniform isn't as big. He doesn't have those giant gold shoulder pieces. Um, you know, and, and Stallone, you know, he's like five foot nine, and they make him look like. He's like six foot five, you know, they make him look huge. Um, and it's a lot less shiny. And I think, uh, yeah, it, uh, and that's, that's great. You know, Judge Dredd wouldn't be walking around in a perfectly polished, like pristine uniform. You know, he's going you know, to, going to have some, some dirt under his nails, you know? Right, exactly. And, uh, it, it, it helps because, you know, in Judge Dredd, the, the costumes were created by Gianni Versace. Oh, sh- oh yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. 
fucking ridiculous, but I don't, all right. Uh, but then we get this look in on the Hall of Justice, uh, which is pretty fucking awesome name. Um, we meet uh, Judge Anderson, uh, played by Olivia Thirlby, who's uh, definitely not ugly. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's. A, it's revealed that she's a mutant. Um, so there are mutants in this world. I'm assuming. Look, this is another thing. This is why I think. Um, that there's been some kind of nuclear sort of thing, like some kind of nuclear event, because, you know, you get mutants from radiation, right? So, like, I, I feel like that's that kind of plays into it. But see, I think I think they said something about her, like, her house was next to, like, a like is it next to, like, somewhere where there was a meltdown or, like, a crack or something oh, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, she lived in proximity to this, and her uh, both parents died from cancer, and she, she has the mutation. Um, so yeah, I guess it could be some kind of global disaster, but she says, she says in the movie, she's like, oh, I grew up in a, in a block like this. I'm like, okay, so I guess it's somewhere around here. Like you wouldn't have like an irradiated place in your city. So like, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. See, but then, but then I, I, like I'm thinking as well, but that means like she'll be unique. Like, like mutants aren't. Because, like, we get Wood Harris later who talks about, you know, most of you guys have three arms or, 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 th- or no arms at all or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are other mutants that exist. So, uh, like, I, I feel like, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's more than yeah, just like, like it's Yeah, a- like, it seems like if anybody, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with, like, Futurama. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, but like the, those mutants, like I suppose yeah. they're used to people of like that kind of caliber. So I guess you know, seeing a mutant and the mutation isn't physical; it's like a mental kind of thing. Is is different? Yeah. Like you said, it makes her very unique. Well, it's not like the uh, the three eyed fish from uh, Simpsons. That's like <laughs> downstream from like the nuclear power plant, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, man, we get this scene of um, the the commander. I think it's uh, whatever. She's like the in some kind of leadership position, and it's a black woman. Very progressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she's uh, telling Dredd, uh, you know, she's failed her aptitude cha- her aptitude tests, um, but she's the most powerful mutant we've ever seen, we've ever come across. Like, um, and she, she's like, she gets Anderson to say, you know, who else is in this room with me? Uh, and she reads through Dredd's, yeah, she reads through Dredd's helmet, which I thought was funny uh, because like later she says uh you know helmets kind of fuck with my abilities a little bit ah well I, I, yeah i guess like yeah because that that seems kind of odd if it messes with her ability to like push them out wouldn't it be hard to like get in mm. on somebody like yeah. I, I, I i don't know maybe, maybe it just affects her that that, that I'm, yeah i can't believe i didn't catch that good 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 catch oh dude when you've seen this movie five times in the cinemas you pick up <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, no, nah, man. Like, uh, yeah, he starts. She starts to read Dread. Dread's like, oh, she's a mutant. Uh, by the way, just little heads up. There's going to be some impressions in this, in this podcast. There, <laughs> can I, I can already tell. <laughs> uh, so Dread reluctantly takes her out on this on a on a on a on a kind of like a ride along. Like, uh, you know, like she's the commander's like, you know, throw her in the deep end. It's all a deep end. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Jesus, take it down a fucking notch. Yeah. Dude. Um, you know what? This is, I'm going to give credit to the, uh, and look, I, I don't mean to keep bringing them up every episode, but I love them so much. Dean and jo- uh, Dean and Matthew oh, from yeah. the LSG podcast, they covered this uh, episode, uh, they covered Dread, and they brought up this thing, <laughs> like how Dread. Like, what does Dread do in his spare fucking time? Like, like I love that point, man. Like, like they they talked about. 
They talked about like how he just goes home and stares stares at a wall. I was gonna say it's, his voice sounds like he just chain smokes unfiltered cigarettes and drinks oh. black coffee, just like <laughs> oh for sure. Like and he just and all he all, can you imagine this motherfucker just watching TV? Like just oh my god, he's just chain smoking and he can you imagine he's probably watching like The Bachelor or some shit? Yeah, what are you watching, Dread? Downtown Abbey. Yeah. yeah. What are you watching, Dread? Every downbeat movie on the planet. He's watching like he's got like the movie Seven on repeat, like it's just on fucking loop. Yeah, or he he'd be watching like Requiem for a Dream or like Donnie Darko yeah. or something. Yeah, probably. Like and he's just listening to like hard punk rock. <laughs> uh Judge Me- Dredd well, is Henry Rollins, apparently. So Yeah, from Black Flag. <laughs> yeah. Like while he's just like mourning the death of his wife and kids. <laughs> I don't even know if this is canon. It probably is. They probably got some <coughs> backstory of him, like, like you know, just just completely, completely <laughs> fucked up. But uh, no, man, that's another thing I would have liked about this movie. And like, I, I get that Dread is supposed to be this, like this, this specter, like just kind of like a like a figure. But I would have liked to see a little, a little more from him, like a little, a little more background. And like, I'm not. I think that might be like a a thing about the time constraint, right? Because it's only ninety minutes. We don't get much. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would have liked to see a little more. And maybe that's something that can be fleshed out in like a sequel or something. Um, but I, I did like in the '95 one how we do kind of get a glimpse into his personal life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like they, you know, I I think that, you know, you, you kind of got two avenues. You can look at the way that they did it in 95 and say, like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. We see that he did care for somebody and that he does, you know, he does have the capacity for that. And he does, you know, but but doesn't, you know, like I love that, you know, she's like, Dread, don't you have any friends? He's like, yeah, I, I had one. She's like, what happened? I judged him. You know, and it's yeah. like, damn, dude, you know, that's a really good line. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I like the way that this goes with the avenue. Like, it's kind of like, you know, let's let's not show anything because the less is more approach. Like, the, like right. I said, like, so like Master Chief with Halo. Like, I mean, I I love the Halo games. You know, oh, it's like my some God. Of the, yeah, th- those were, I mean, I was in like seventh grade when that came out. So it was like, Can fine. we just, just quickly... That opening scene where they land on the on the on, on Halo for the first time will oh, be fine. Dude. Oh, dude, <laughs> when they're coming down in the dropship, it's so good. I love I, I love uh, Master Chief and, and oh, you know, it, but it, but it but it feels very similar to that. Like the he definitely reminds on. me of him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The voice, the helmet, you know, everything. You like, there's not a situation in this movie that Dread goes into that I don't feel like that he's in almost like complete control of. Like maybe a few times. You know, um, but it feels the same way with Master Chief. You know, if Master Chief shows up, oh, I'm good. Like, I know I'm going to yeah. be good. Yeah, for sure. But uh, look, man, Dredd decides to take her under his wing. Uh, he doesn't really have much choice. Um, but then we get this look in on Mama, Lena Hedy's Mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just uh, taking a nice little bath. She's smoking that uh, that good, good, dank shit. Um <laughs> But no, she's smoking smaller slow mo. We get this look in. Uh, we we had it before the the slow motion sort of camera, um, and this was this was something that I thought was going to annoy me. Like I was like, "Fuck, this movie's gonna have so much slow motion in it." Like I like slow motion, but if it's used insanely, like so often, then I get kind of bored. I'm like, "All right, move it along, move it along." Um, but uh, like, thankfully, like the movie didn't really do it too much after this like i mean we get that awesome you know breach scene later but um yeah like what, what do you think about lena hetty's like sort of intro here uh, i think it's great and i think it's a perfect way to 
um, to to kind of bring in a character who is kind of you know kind of, you know basically a monster, but to, but to show her just doing something so innocent, it's just like taking a bath, and it's such a beautiful you know with the water and the the, the sound. I love the it music. It looks great. Yeah. Oh yeah, the music that plays when they do the slow mo is just absolutely fantastic. Um, mm. And you know, right on that that first shot, you see the huge scar, like all of this like beauty with the sound and the visual, but then you get a shot of this woman with just like, you know, just that bird's nest of black hair, and her her teeth seem kind of like grimy, and she's got that huge yeah. scar on her face, and I was like, damn, like that's like that's that's kind of crazy. It's definitely like ju- juxtaposed, like it's it's like binary opposites. I love that shit, man. Like it's just kind of like two things that's in the same shot that shouldn't be there but like they they go so well together like you absolutely know what I mean? yeah absolutely like, yeah but we get we also get a look in on caleb uh which is her her right hand man uh who takes a swan dive swan dive later <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah he like this is god damn this this skinning and the uh toss him over the balcony Fuck. yeah a lot of a lot of swan dives in this movie actually yeah there's a lot of uh it's a big building it's a yeah. big fucking building. Somebody build a fucking rail. No, I'm just yeah, I know. Someone just, someone just, you know, <laughs> build some nets down there for fuck's sake. Like, hey, yeah, <laughs> put some nets up. You know, maybe like a jumping castle, something soft to yeah. like soften the landing. I expected to see like family, like a like the like the flying Graysons, like a trapeze family, just like going <laughs> back and forth in between. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know, right? Harvey, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of Schumacher. Ah, oh, uh, fuck me. All right, but then, no, we get... <laughs> but then, um, yeah, so we, we meet Wood Harris, a.k.a. Uh, K. Uh, Wood Harris is um, fucking Avon Barksdale from The Wire. Uh, if you haven't seen The Wire, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I guess I gotta go fuck myself. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're killing me. You are killing me. <laughs> Uh, but no, man. Um, he's 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 okay in this. Like he doesn't get much to do, but um, he's he's awesome in the wire. But yeah, he essentially lets Mama know that these three people have been like dealing on their on their property, dealing other other drugs. Um, mm. I I forgot what they're called. Sternhammer. Stern yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, sledgehammer. Yeah. Stern or something. Yeah, and um, and she just just she's like, all right, skin him and toss him over the balcony. <laughs> like, what Ugh. the fuck? That's like that's fucking next level, man. Um, but what do you think of this, man? Like the way, I just I, I love the way this is shot. It's like first person, kind of like with the inhaler, and then it's like over the over the edge. Like I love the hell out of that. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, it because you don't really know like what the implications of this drug are at first. So you're like, why are they hitting him with the slow mo? Like at mm. first, I was like, is this like a mercy thing? Like, is it like, mm. well, you know, we're just making an example out of you. It's nothing personal. Um, you know, we've just gotta, we're just gonna, you know, ease the pain as you get dropped down. And I was like, no, actually, quite the opposite. Um, mm. It's it's just brutal. And it's, seeing those guys, any kind of like torture, you know, kind of thing gets me. Seeing those guys like held down and they're dragging the other guy off. Um, and yeah, I love that shot of the inhaler and just it going down and it just keeps falling and keeps falling. Yeah. So like even in those few moments, like it's giving you a taste of how long it would take you to fall down this thing. So when you For figure sure. out what slow-mo does, it's like, God, what an evil bitch. Like yeah. that that's that's what I'm saying. Like shit like that makes her a good villain. Um, well, actually, I guess it's uh, I guess it's uh, Caleb's idea, really, uh, to like hit him with the slow-mo first. But she's like, yeah, absolutely do it. Um, oh, Kay, Kay's idea, yeah. Kay, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, absolutely brutal, man. 
Yeah. Uh, but you know what, man? We also get one of my favorite shots in the whole movie here. It's um, it's they've put the camera all the way down at the bottom, and you can like see up the building, and it's just like that white background with the sky and you just see these like three dots come up over the the back the the edge mm-hmm. and oh god damn i love that man i just love how you like see them come up over the edge and then we just like get this look in on like this this poor woman like pushing her stroller along and bam oh fuck she's got to feel just... like target practice by the time the third <laughs> one comes like dude i w- after the third yeah. one came i would have just fucking hightailed i was like dude i'm yeah. out of here yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, well, you know, sorry, we can't hit up the food court. You know, I know you're hungry, kid, but, you know, kind of bodies falling from the sky up in here. <laughs> but uh, uh, we also get this awesome transition. I love how you see the three bodies and then it kind of pulls out and it's like a, a, a computer. Um, like these three blips. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, we got multiple homicides at peach trees, peach trees. And I was just like, god damn, that's awesome. I, I always kind of like, kind of like headquarters shit like that. Um, and it pulls out from the pastries and we see like red dots like all over the fucking city. Like this oh place my God, is, yeah, yeah, man, this place is a cesspit. Yeah. It was, it was nuts to like, uh, just in this movie alone, guess, guess what the body count is in this movie? 102. Fuck you. <laughs> I, 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 I ban you from looking on IMDb before we, before we check these movies. Anyway. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, but no, dude, 102 is a crazy body count for an, for a 90 minute movie. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. that's God, I, I would love to see the math on that, but dude, I'm an I, English guy. So fuck it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't even know it was that much until I looked at it this morning, like on IMDb. I was like, Whoa, really? Mm hmm. Um, because like the, the way it's paced out, like, I mean, sure you get these like scenes of like mass, like shootings and shit, but like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, uh, Anderson and Dredd head off to the pastries. Uh, it's, I think it's pretty interesting that like Dredd throws out those statistics. Like we can only respond to like a certain percentage. I believe it's 6%. Mm. Oh, yeah, like, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Dude, the, <laughs> I'm like for sure, for sure your system is working. The justice system here is, like, definitely working, right? Yeah, you see why so many people have fucking guns in this movie. Uh, yeah, like, everyone's just armed to the teeth. Um, but then, yeah, they they essentially kind of, like, rock up to, to the pastries. Um, and, like, we get these... I always like these shots, man. Like, there was, like, another shot earlier where the van kind of, like... When the van crashes, and, like, it's kind of like a top-down, like, shot. Yeah. Um... Like, there's another one, like, where you see just here Dredd and, like, um, Anderson walking into the building, and it's like a top-down kind of shot. It just looks gorgeous, man. It, yeah, like, it, make, it builds the world. It seems so big. Yeah, it seems it seems bigger than it is. Um, and, like, in terms of, like, scale, like, I think the movie did that really well, um, like, based on the budget that they had. But, but then we get this uh, this vagrant here, um, like this poor bastard sitting right under the the door. Will de- will debase self for credits? Jesus Christ! Like I, I kind of like part of me wants to pull a guy aside, but like so, uh, what all does that entail? Like, yeah, what? Uh, yeah, what kind of acts? Do you yeah, what's do? your what's your what's your business plan? Is it like a four hundred one k or like? Yeah, what's your uh, and also when you say debase, what's your limit? Like, where will you go? <laughs> <laughs> right, because it's like God in the future. I can only imagine the crazy shit that they've thought up. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like Demolition Man, like having like sex, like in like virtual reality kind of thing. That's that's so crazy. I watched that movie like four days ago. That's so weird. You just said that. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, um, she's she judge. Dread gets her to you know spell it out for him. Um, essentially, he's headed for the juve cubes, but they want to prioritize the murders. So don't be here when we get back. Mm. Uh, and they head off. Uh, and this is where we meet the the medic, who's a little bit of a bitch, but he's just he's just kind of here for like exposition, right? Like he tells us um, a bit after this scene, like what Mama's all about. Um. But yeah, man, like when he pulls the covers off these poor bastards, oh my god, the practical oh, yeah. effects here, like yeah, it's the, like the, it, it's like the thing. <laughs> yeah, like the like the bald guy, the way his head is just like kind of, it looks like it's almost like melted into the concrete. Mm. Like it's like god. flattened. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> right, exactly, and it's like not CG; it's like an actual like prop. Like it mm. looks pretty fucking good it looks like someone vomited behind his head like right just totally oh like, it's like these chunks um yeah you know what i'm actually really surprised that dread doesn't know what slow-mo is yeah i guess yeah i guess they say that it's like a new and upcoming drug on the market oh that's right yeah yeah no no wait no he does know slow-mo but he doesn't know mama sorry that's the thing i was surprised that he didn't know who mama was yeah, I, I guess because it is, you know, peach trees is, I mean, it's it's a huge block. And I know they say she's only taken it over like nine months ago, but still, I mean, nine mm-hmm. months is a long time. I, again, you, you respond to 6% of your calls. I guess you might miss right. some. Like they exactly. say that pe- somebody hasn't, a judge hasn't been in peach tree in like ages. Right, yeah. But man, I like I like that we get this when, um, what's his name? When the medic like tells uh, Olivia, I want to say Olivia uh, Anderson, um, like what what slow mo is all about, and she looks up to the tower, and we get this like amazing shot of like the camera like moving down the building, mm. like through the center. Oh god damn it! It's just such a, it's so grimy and dirty and filthy, but it's so, it the production in this movie is so good. Like I, I dig the hell out of that. Um, it's just. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm so like I'm so infatuated with this movie. I I just love the world. Uh but man, yeah, so then we get this montage, this this mama kind of like scene, like where we get this look in uh, like who Madeline Madrigal is. Um which I which is an awesome name, Madeline Mag- Madrigal. It sounds like a comic book character. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh this this bitch makes um fucking Cersei look like a princess yeah right i was like yeah that she, that she used to be a prostitute and she basically killed her pimp by feminizing him with her teeth Ooh. and i was like jesus christ suddenly um, my nethers start hurting yeah right it's like when they show her mugshot i was like hey she's actually like she's really attractive when she's not all like carved up and they're like she feminized the guy with the teeth i was like and i'm gonna go this way now yeah i paused it on her because they bring up her like little rap sheet um she's She's had nine convictions and 23 months served. She's from the Pleasure District. Like, damn. So, this is this. this she's a hard bitch. Um, but you know what, man? Another one of my favorite shots is her looking directly into the camera with, like, just that smile and the cuts on her face. I, like, oh, yeah. It, like, transitions from her mugshot. Yeah. yeah. Like, right after she's feminized that guy with the teeth. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, and then, like, 
it it pulls out and like we get her like crushing the eyeballs of that poor of Dom Dominor Gleason Domhall Gleason, uh, who who's in Star Wars and Ex Machina. This guy's become become a, a thing now as well. Yeah, and it's um, gr- it's great too because I I didn't I didn't put two and two together until the end of the movie that this was the person that we saw you oh, know, really? in the first twenty minutes of the movie. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah, for sure. I love the music here as well during this montage, like the way they're just going through these three um these three these three gangs, um, and they're just basically <laughs> how yeah, how ridiculous do the judged look. Dude, I was gonna say I was like, oh my god! Like, I, I get it. It's it's kind it's it's kind of cool. Like, I see what you did there. It's kind of interesting. But like, is that just war paint or is it a tattoo? Like, good god, man! Yeah, like uh, like why would you why would you like idolize the people who are killing you? Like, yeah, I guess may I guess it's good camo. Somebody think like, oh no, that guy's a judge. Hmm. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I can think. Absolutely, man. But like, I, I love I love the way she just pretty much takes them all over. I, I like that we come back to like that that uh, like shot of her like smiling and like all cut up and then Caleb's in it and she just he just reaches over her shoulder and just like shoots at the at the thing and that's what kicks off the music. Yeah. It's just cool editing, man. It's just it's just awesome. Yeah, I definitely like um yeah, like again like yeah, cutting cutting back and forth between like going from the mugshot to then what she looks like now and then we have this 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 montage of of the judge trying to run around and I think I can't I can't remember the names of all the gangs but um Peyote yeah. Kings, the judged and uh, someone else but I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, just a, a, a cool montage of seeing them, especially those two guys from the judge as they run around the corner like come on, <laughs> come on and you just you know like you see him get a shotgun. Yeah. yeah, right. And then immediately there's that shot you were talking about with him coming over the shoulder with a pistol. Mm. I thought that was yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. So cool. I, and I love that. Like I love how you get that scan of the building. Right, you got Mama Clan at the top, Peyote Kings. Sorry, Red Dragons is the other gang. So you got Red Dragons in the uh. middle, and then the Judge at the bottom. And it's like this like scan, and basically Mama's like killing them as they go, and like it scans all the way to the bottom. It's just so cool. Yeah, imagine having that entire block and running yeah. that entire block. Like that is insane. Yeah, that that little scan as well also says that Mama has four hundred and thirty-two gang members. Wow, good God! So you have four hundred and thirty-two people chasing two two judges the entire movie. God damn it! Yeah, what, right. A yeah. quarter, like a quarter of them get killed <laughs> throughout the movie. Yeah, it's like wow. yeah. Where's the rest? Where's the rest of these guys? I mean, I don't know. You know, there could just be a bunch of pussies and be like, dude, fuck that. That's dread. You know, because dread is infamous in the comic books. I mean, he is, you know, somebody's like, oh my God, it's dread, you know, as, and in the Stallone one as well, you know, people just, their jaws hit the floor when dread shows up. Cause it's just like, oh, okay, we're in some deep shit now. So like, I don't know if it's maybe some of them are just like, dude, fuck that. That's dread. Like, there's no way. Um, but I would be, I mean, if this is one of the most like lethal judges out there, if this guy is one of the biggest ball busting, like, like pricks of all the judges, like, dude, now's the time to drop this guy. Cause I, I, I want to see what his arrest record is. You know, is he like, he's got to be something like Nicholas Angel from Hot Fuzz, you know, is like 400% <laughs> higher than everybody Sergeant else. Sergeant Nicholas Angel. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I yeah, I definitely think that 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 dread would be would be be super intimidating. Like, how in the world did they survive through this? I, I have no idea. Yeah, man, for sure. So then, like, we get this medic who's like, you know, how often we get a judge up in peach trees, and then what's judge? What's dread's response, Colin? Um. Oh shit! I actually do not know. <laughs> well, you got one now. Oh god. <laughs> That fucking drawl. 
I was to say, I feel like this guy goes home and does like his best Wolverine impression. Like just, oh. just try or like, I really like the way that Christian Bell talks in the dark night. Like just uh, constantly walks around and talks like yeah. that. Well, Clay Acewood, right? Like, I mean, can you imagine him saying, get off my lawn? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I could totally, like, Carl Urban yeah. in, like, a Clint Eastwood biopic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, Dredd and Anderson head off to this party. That, uh, like, like they're, they're wanting to go capture this guy, Lex, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, sorry. Lex. Fuck me, Lex. Um, K. They wanted to go capture K. Uh, and these guys are having his party, this fucking little... It's a little rager. We got a little, little, little techno music. Oh, like, yeah. And can you, like, I would not sit down in this room anywhere. This place looks fucking filthy. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's no way, like, and just the, the, whole, the whole scene of it, like, and also, like, you're selling drugs out of this. Like, do you want people, like, smelling this? Yeah. Or, like, what the fuck? Like, this yeah. seems like such a stupid idea. Especially these two guys. They look like a couple of bumblefuck idiots. Like, fucking idiots, right? But, like, you know what, man? Like, I would just, like, bring a towel and I would sit on that towel. I'd, I'd bring, like, eight towels and, like, pile them up together and sit on it. Because, like, and I'm not, like, leaning my back on the wall or anything because I feel like I'd get tetanus. Yeah. Like, Zohab, you want to do some of this? No, I'm just going to just gonna no, sit here on my no. towels. I'm fine. <laughs> is it sterile? Can you sterilize this? <laughs> right. This, this is fucked. But um, yeah, man, we get the we get the look in. I, I I just love like the way this guy's like eyes roll back when he hits the uh, as the the inhaler. Oh yeah, it's just so cool. Um, and the way the smoke looks, man, like it's just so fucking cool. Um, and this guy's like over here having like a domestic with this fucking <laughs> with this woman. Like it's just like slow motion. Like he's got his hands on her head. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, it's like a it's like a it's like the Sistine Chapel. Like the more you look around, there's just so much <laughs> stuff going on. For sure, uh, but uh, this is another one of my favorite shots. This close up of the inhaler and the liquid inside. Yeah, it's like, it just kind of like, oh my god! Like it was used in the trailer, and I was like, wow, that is awesome! Like it just it looks because the the liquid looks disgusting, but like it just like this it looks so beautiful, and the way the music slowed down too is just so good. Um, but then essentially, like you see Dread and Anderson rock up outside the door. Uh, and, well. <laughs> Tread gives her some shit about like leaving her helmet behind, and this is where we find out that Anderson can't really use her communic- uh, her telepathic powers without, um, you know, because it blocks it, mm. which you know makes me wonder about how she can read Dread's mind. But whatever, that's comic book shit. Um, <clears throat> and then we get this awesome breach scene. I love the way he puts like the 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 charge on the door, and he leans over. Um, it just it looks it looks very it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love just that little bitty chart. It looks like you know, I didn't expect it to blow the fucking room back like mm. it did. Like I just thought, okay, it's a door charge, they'll breach and come yeah. in and start shooting and it's like, Oh my god, like Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So they're stacked up um outside the door and we get this awesome sequence. This fucking like you know, remember how I said they blew their load on the car chase? They blow their load here as well. There's two load blows. <laughs> yeah, so so far you got to watch the crossfire. Yeah, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of load flying around. Um but yeah, no man, like I love the way this this door lock blows off first. It's like boom, and then we just see like the parts of the the lock just blow apart and they fucking enter like these guys just come straight through like a fucking force of nature the ripple in that guy's stomach like as the thing yeah yeah it it looks like someone throwing a rock in a pond like that looks so cool 
That was a real stunt. That was them actually hitting this guy with compressed air. Oh shit, that's really cool. That's not yeah, it's not a it's not like a practical effect, like this they didn't build anything. This is like a guy getting hit with compressed air and like that's why it looks so fucking sick. Like it just looks so cool, man. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. Like the way they just come in, man, like they just breach and you see like Dred's gun in the left hand corner of the thing. So that's another thing. I when I watched this in the cinema, um I watched this in three D because they were really pushing the three D uh, for this movie. Um, and like all movies, they have like a letterbox. So, you know, that's the two black bars on top and bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, during this scene, the 3D was really outstanding because like when he would shoot these guys, um, especially this guy here that he shoots through the, the cheek, the left cheek, which is awesome. Like you just see his cheek just like blow apart his cheek. Like you see the blood go the blood goes over the black bars, so it's kind of like it's like. Do you know what I mean? Like the blood is kind of coming out of the the, the screen. Oh yeah, dude. I'm sure that looked like nuts because like I I I've honestly not like a big 3D movie going guy. I've only seen like I think I saw like one of the Alice in Wonderland movies a long time ago. Like oh, I was Jesus. in high school. Um, <clears throat> but you know that th- that's honestly like w- probably the only movie I've ever seen in 3D. But yeah, this this thing would be nuts, especially with like we said with that like that arterial kind of like blood splatter like coming out. Like I'm sure th- I'm sure that was quite a sight. Dude, it was it was fucking awesome, man. Like it was it was good, man. Like this this movie as well. Um, they uh, apparently like they created their own three D cameras, which is oh, nuts. Shit. Yeah, like um, uh, like later we get we get that close up shot with the mini guns with Mama and like she's just like looking like kind of like into the camera. Um, but yeah, like like they created their own sort of like cameras. I can't remember what they were called. I'll pull it up and see if I can find it later. But it's pretty pretty badass. But yeah, man, Dredd just basically fires this bullet. I love this bullet coming out of the gun. Um, this look like slow motion shot, and this guy just gets fucking murdered in the left cheek. Like, oh, dude, just... yeah, that's that's like the best shot. Like, oh. the, like the the bald guy and then the guy on the couch, like getting both getting mm. shot. Those are like the best kills in that room. Yeah, and like, it's not, and the blood doesn't look. It's not like you know fucking brainstem fucking dark red blood like it's like it, it it's very lightened up like you know it's not fully gory like it is gory don't get me wrong but like it doesn't look like arterial like massive like brainstem blood <laughs> right yeah and it's very bright because of all, all, all the you know like, obviously yeah. when they go into those slow-mos you know everything becomes insanely vivid yeah. um, well that's yeah, another thing great. i love that's another thing I love. When he lowers the gun and, like, in the background, you've got those guys, that guy with his hands up. When he lowers the gun, like, the, the, the color just, like, fades out and goes back to normal. Yeah, that's great. I, I didn't <sighs> I didn't expect a guy, that little pissant on the couch, I didn't expect him to pull out a gun. I was like, dude, like, yeah, you're same. fucking nuts, man. Like, you're out of your mind. Like, you have two guns on you and one of, and both of, they're both judges. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right, exactly. These guys are authorized to kill you. <laughs> right, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, she calls. She calls a meat wagon, um, and and essentially, like when she touches K, she reads K's mind, and she's like, "Wait, this guy is responsible for the skinning of those guys that were in the lobby." Mm-hmm. So, so they they capture him, they hold him, and um, <clears throat> it's it's cool, man. Like, I just like I like. 
I like that they've taken this guy prisoner instead of like killing him. Dread's dread one, dread's all for killing him, right? <laughs> because you know the sentence is death. Yeah, I love it. He asked her, he's like, "Are you sure?" She's like, "99 percent." Um, yeah. And he you know, can't can't execute a perp on ninety nine percent, you know, because even yeah. though he wants to do it, and you know, yeah, I could just do it, and I know the world would be a better place. It's like, nope, gotta abide by the law. It's like that's yeah, yeah it's black and white, even for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we get we get um, we get pulled into the control room after that. Uh, that's this is Mama's control room. Uh, we get Dom 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 Dom. Fuck, you know, I'm not, I'm just gonna call him Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> fuck his name. Fuck you, British people. <laughs> <laughs> Dominal? Come on. Dominal? Yeah, right. Like uh, yeah, I uh, it's yeah, I couldn't pronounce that. Yeah, it's rough. But uh he he looks at the cameras, he figures out that Kay's been captured and this is like when we get um like he he fucking panics and he's like <laughs> Caleb, there's a there's a problem in level 39. Like this this guy's an actual like good actor. I I really like um this Gleason kid, man. Like he's especially in Ex Machina. Like he's awesome in Ex Machina. Yeah, absolutely. This guy, this guy seems like just such a more advanced version of, you know, just just the, the just a gamer kid, just you YouTube YouTuber kid, just like <clears throat> like somebody who spends like all their free time indoors playing games. Like th- he seems like just like such a, a like extreme version of that. Yeah, yeah. And then we get like a reaction of like uh, Caleb talking to Mama, and Mama's like, you know, if they've captured him, then you know they'll they'll make him squeal. He'll talk. So the whole fucking mission becomes, you know, we're going to find K. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, like that's, yeah. I, I love, uh, uh, yeah. And that, that's, that's basically, you know, that's, that's basically the, our, our whole story right there is really, mm. um, you know, we haven't gone down lock in lockdown yet, but like, I mean, right away, you know what, we're 25 minutes in this movie, you know, we've already got the world set up. We understand what's going on with, with dread and Anderson. And then here we are, you know, immediately kind of not immediately, but, but making our way very quickly into like our main story. Absolutely. It's pretty, it, it's it, like the pacing in this movie is pretty good, man. I, I dig it. Um, but yeah, like we get this look into the the security control room. Like we get this little Nakatomi Plaza style, like you know, like let's hack <laughs> into the systems kind of thing. I love that these security guards are just like kind of asleep, and like these guys just bust in. They only fire like ten rounds or some shit, and they like kill like there's four of them in this room. Like they all just get fucked up. Yeah, it's like beautifully synchronized too. The yeah. way they all just just. Just, and like yeah. all in all in one shot it's not cutting like t- it's right. not cutting really quickly it's all just one like and then it's done it's like holy yeah, hell yeah there's like little things like that in this movie that really like impress me um and like that's why to me like it's 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 a, it's a cut above like other movies like this a little bit like I, I just like it's just really small things like um but yeah caleb hacks into the security control um the control system and this is when like shit gets real activate yeah. war activate war override yeah i love and i love you know especially with uh, i I got my supervisor breathing down my neck down here like (laughs) you know like he's i mean he sells it he really does you know obviously his life is on the line so but yeah he totally her face her face just staring at him with those eyes oh just so terrifying yeah she reminds me of like like a black widow that's kind of what she reminds me of like a russian kind of fucking like not even not even moving <laughs> but yeah god damn it man uh they get they get the permission from sector and then they just like what what do they do here oh no no wait we gotta look in on um 
We get a look in on Anderson and Judge Dredd as they're going down the lift. Uh, Anderson reads Kay's mind and she's like, he's thinking about making a move for your gun. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, now he just changed his mind. And Dredd's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I lo- yeah, because we haven't established what happens when you're when you're when you oh. go like yeah which kind of surprises me that this guy doesn't know that like i feel like this would be common knowledge you know uh d- d- trying to pick up a judge's gun you know i feel like yeah. that would definitely be that there's a reason why it's a protocol because so many mm. people were probably going for your gun you know it's it's uh it's uh, it's definitely uh it's definitely interesting that he doesn't know this and i i read a little bit of a theory that somebody's posted on imdb i don't want to like jump the gun but um basically kind of like later on um when they're linking minds anderson and Kay, uh you know and and she he pulls that gun and shoots at her like several times um she kind of like lets him think that he could get her gun because he obviously doesn't know what happens when you get a judge's gun like i read oh, online that, that's cool yeah I, I i i tried to look up the user that posted it on imdb it's really cool you know i think that is a really cool angle to look at it from i wish i could credit them properly but but yeah, yeah i, I saw that. that and i was like dude I was like, holy shit, that's actually pretty cool. Like, because she sees that he's thinking about going for the gun. So, oh, oh, he doesn't know what happens when you get, you know, when you grab the, what is it, the lawbringer or lawgiver? Uh, Lawgiver, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't know what happens. So she kind of gives him the false, like, when they're linking up lines. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I just, holy shit. <laughs> this movie, right. man, I love it. I love it. Uh, but then, man, we get brought right back to, um, Right back to Caleb, and he's activated the wall protocol, and this is um this is all happening while um, Dredd and Anderson are on their way out of the building. They're literally right at the door, and if they hadn't stopped, if they hadn't stopped to tell this motherfucker to get like <laughs> this, this vagrant like get up, you headed to the cubes, they would have made it out. They're like right yeah. out, like right before the door, um, and that's that's when we get the sirens, and it's like. <laughs> His fucking door just crushes this guy. Oh, dude, just like, just, just like a, <laughs> like, like I expected it to like slice him like a sandwich, but then mm. it just like it just crushes it's so big, him. Yeah. yeah, man, we don't get much humor in this movie, but whatever humor we do get, it's pretty, pretty fucking dark, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, the 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 humor behind it is it's it's definitely a very dark, very black kind of humor. Um, but I mean, you'd have to have some kind of warped sense of humor to like survive in this world, let alone like thrive, you know. Absolutely. So then uh, we see all these doors coming down, and then we get kind of like a look in at like all these residents, kind of like confused and like what the fuck's happening right now, dude. I'm I'm a chubby guy. I'm I'm fat, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm you know what I'm getting at, right? Like, I'm not I'm not fat shaming, but this guy. Dude, that guy's that, huge. Like, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big guy shit. myself. You know, I'm, 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 I'm pushing close to like 300 pounds. I'm like six four. But dude, this guy is like, I was like, good god. Like, of course, he's eating something. You he's know? eating something. He's got like eight beer bottles on his on his table. Like, Ugh. dude, you are gonna have a coronary in like, a, like ten seconds. Like, I don't think he survived this movie. He was, he was part of the body count. <laughs> yeah, when the shooting started, he just fucking had a massive heart attack and just just gave up. Well, he just he just got shocked and like he just literally like got a little bit of a shock and like that's it. He died. Yeah. Like fuck me. But um, no man, I, I I love this shot of like all these doors coming down. Um, 
and it's it's really foreboding right like it's like holy shit you're putting these guys in a situation this is where it kind of separates itself from Die Hard like you can't just throw a body out the window and let everyone know you're in, you're stuck inside the building yeah like do you know what I mean you can't be like welcome to the party pal yeah right it, yeah it's very even though this place is huge you're immediately it feels very claustrophobic yeah yeah, for sure. And I love this, like, this shot of, like, the, the overhead doors, like, at the top, just closing these massive fucking bulkhead doors. It's so cool. And then all the lights just come on. And and then this is what I like about Lena Headey. Um, when she... I've always loved this. When she goes to make this announcement announcement over the PA system, she, like, stops and hesitates. I don't know what she's thinking here, but I'd, lo- I'd love to know what she's thinking, dude. Like, is she thinking... Am I, like, do you think she's thinking, am I really about to go to war with, like, these two judges? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, she takes a deep breath before she does it. Yeah, it seems like, um, because I'm sure when she, you know, mama speaks, everybody listens. You know, yeah. so I'm, I'm sure she's, you know, picking her words carefully or trying to figure out exactly, you know, what mm. it is that she needs to say. And, like, I'm going to say this very carefully because I'm sure she's fully expecting somebody to fuck this up. Like, I mean, just like, I'm going to choose my words very carefully because I, 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 somebody in this group is going to either, you know, like it's, it's muck this up between all of the different gangs and all of the different people in it. Like, there's so many idiots that probably work underneath her. You know, she's just like, I'm just going to take a second, compose myself, make sure I'm speaking as clearly as possible. And especially, I mean, it's going to send just, a, you know, just going to cut those judges to the core, being like, oh my God, like, we are actually stuck in this, you know, here we are, like, knowing that, knowing what the odds are now, like, <clears throat> like, literally out of the, like, almost out of the frying pan and then thrown back into the fryer, you know, it's, it, uh, that's got to be terrifying. It's badass, man. But yeah, I just love, I, lo- I love the announcement, man, like, she's just like, peach trees, this is mama, and then, like, you know, she basically puts a hit out on them, so this is, like, 400 people are bearing down on the judges, which is fucking insane, um, and you just get shots, like, intercut of, like, you know, people getting ready, people running out, and, like, Anderson and Judge Dredd start running for the elevator. Um, and then you just see, after she's done, like, with her uh, announcement, like, you just see how barren and empty the hallways are. You see this, like, one little kid just, like, kind of running through. Yeah, I love that, because we kind of see him again a little bit later, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is pretty cool. I love that shot with the basketball. It's just like lone basketballs, like in the corridor. Yeah, right. It's it. Yeah, it definitely seems like <clears throat> talking about Clint Eastwood. Like it definitely seems like a western where there's about to be a shootout, and like yeah. the, the, the kid, the moms are taking the kids and running off with them, and and stuff like that. Mm. Like it, it definitely feels like that kind of movie. Yeah, man. Like like instead, instead of tumbleweed, it's a basketball. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but then straight away, man. Like no hesitation, we get like put right into the action they're on the stairwell and uh dread hears these guys and he's like call it call it rookie and she's like she settles on the gas grenades and he's like uh what's he say he he says respirators so yeah man this is where the music like the fucking score kicks in again and i fucking love it i'm just like all boned up for this just like just how just how he moves i love i love carl urban's physicality in this Mm -hmm. like he just he's so like he reminds me of a, 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 like a, a tactical, like a SWAT, like a SWAT kind of officer. Um, yeah, his form, his but, like his body, yeah. the shape that he takes is so like efficient. 
Yeah, it's efficient and like, but it's still like robotic, like you said. Like it's like a mix of like a SWAT a SWAT um, operative, and he's like RoboCop at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, I can definitely like, see that. Like you can totally tell that he's like picking uh, where to shoot. Like, like, like he's um, he's going for the knees. He's going for knee shots and shit like that. Like he's not, unless he's like aiming to kill. Like he's like taking these guys out and, and just like disabling them. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. He's he's very. Um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Not, I don't want to say practiced, but he he knows. Like he, he's very <laughs> very no. He knows what he's going for. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but then they get. Uh, they tie K up and um, they get to this little sequence here. This fucking, this fucking good fellas reject fat guy. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh my god. I I hate his dialogue. <laughs> I just I hate it. It's like, why don't you come out of there? Or we're gonna blow the fuck out of you. I was like, all right. Oh, good one. <laughs> you can do better. You can do. You can do better, Alex Garland. Come on, mate. Right, I don't know if they're like trying to make him seem like a fucking idiot or what, but I mean it yeah. works, I guess. Yeah. He's got a big gun though. He's got a fucking light machine gun. <laughs> oh yeah, I would not want to be on the other end of that thing. No, no. But like he rolls, uh, he rolls uh, like a stun, like a stun grenade thing into into their fucking midst. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how none of them see it, but he's like he basically gives him a warning. Citizens, you have you have twenty seconds to comply. I love, I love. Kyle Owen's voice in this man like we talked about it earlier mm-hmm. but he's just so like it's so authoritative and like I would shit my pants if I heard this guy across the fucking corner yeah especially if you're trying to like yeah like trying to take this guy down like Jesus Christ <laughs> oh, absolutely but I love I love the build up to it man like he's like he gives him 10 seconds and he's like I'm giving you t- what's he say I'm giving you 20 and then the fat guy's like I'm giving you 10 and then he's like noted yeah, I love. Yeah, he's just like, all right, balls in your court, dude. Fine, I see yeah. it. Yeah, and then they just fucking bust through, like well, when the stun grenade goes off. Um, and talk to me about this scene, dude. Um, the way Anderson is like, well, he's basically forcing her to kill this guy. Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> I think it's interesting that the relationship between the two of them because there's so much that you know, like, because I know, I know just from training people, like, you know, working in a restaurant, you know, it's not, it, it is, it is very stressful. And it's kind of like, you know, you've got to be really good with like, you're executing your time. So when you're training somebody, I mean, if we get busy enough, we're just like, dude, go to the back, wash some dishes. I'm going to take this over for right now. And then we'll bring you back up. Like that mm-hmm. doesn't happen in this. He's not like, all right, take a back seat, rookie. I need to, I, you know, I need to take charge. I need to do this. Like he's using this as a learning experience. Like that's so fantastic. I think, um, you know, just, you know, what would you do, rookie? What would you do here? What would you do here? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think it's great, you know, like the, you know, because I mean, really, I mean, she like, yeah, she's he's forcing her to kill him. But I mean, it's really this guy's dead either way. You know, it's like there's no way like there's it's not like he's going to get a fair chance to, to, you know, have a fair trial and whatever. I mean, that's why they don't have that's why they don't have these things, you know. Um, because, you know, you pull a gun on a cop, you're dead, you know, and, and I don't blame them. You know, there's 400 people after them in a building right now. Fucking shoot away. You know, it, I, 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 I can see how, like, it could, it could, con- like, it seems like it could conflict a little bit, um, you know, just because he seems so cold and so harsh. But he's like, this is the world. You know, if you want to be a judge, this is how things have to be. And, you know, this is, it feels like obviously her first kill. But, I mean, it's, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's an absolute, ne- absolutely necessary one. Well, I got a question for you. Like, 
why why did he disable the guys on the stairs who were going to you know who had absolutely every intent to kill the two judges but why did he make anderson kill this guy in cold blood i don't know i i wonder um yeah like because because i i was honestly under the impression that they just killed the people on the stairs um i didn't know that it was like a like a like a tactical kind of shot like i assumed that he was like plugging plugging knees and plugging this and plugging that and then like doing a kill shot you know like being very efficient with the way that he shoots and and stuff like that making sure they're kind of like injured and down first um but i don't know because i would assume you know this is a judge like we're talking about you know it's like i'm assuming you're killing everybody i didn't notice i didn't notice a kill shot um but it's he might have but like I definitely noticed that he was going for the knees first, and I, 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 to be honest, man, I think he left him alive. Really? Because I, because yeah. I feel like later on, <clears throat> when um, um, uh, I can't remember what character says it, but they're like, you know, he dropped four guys at the stairs, you know, blah blah blah, like he's taken out like thirteen people oh, already right. or something. So like, I would assume. Yeah, Gleason says it. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, I would assume so because I mean, I just I don't see why it would be an exception to the rule for these guys, you know, especially with it being the first ones that that come out of the gate. Like, yeah, shoot them up, you know, because I feel like it would be a fault on Dred's training to say, you know, you know, yeah, no, they're fine. We're just going to shoot them in the knees and just walk away. Like, it's like, nah, we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta kill these guys. And then following that, man, like we get this this pussy medic who's just hiding in his little little fucking what's his what little closet thing and he's like not coming out because he wants to remain neutral oh but yeah he gets plugged later anyway <laughs> um but yeah man I, look there's a there's a little bit of a conversation there it's not really that overly important um dread and anderson keep moving along um they just move along in a, a corridor um and then they like they hear people coming um but anderson's like wait there's someone in here and she calls out to um fucking oh, i forgot her name but basically it's the it's the wife of the guy that she killed which is a crazy fucking coincidence yeah um, crazy reveal too like yeah definitely oh, didn't dude, see that it's, coming it's so sad i i i i felt it man i was like wow this is pretty sad um she yeah she basically like kind of like begs her um and i think she uses her mind control to like over the door yeah, she reads through. Her name's Kathy. She reads through the door, and she's, you know, Kathy, let us yeah, in, Kathy. you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, I, you're fucking crazy. I wouldn't have opened up the door here out of your mind. No. Fuck no. Like, but, you know, maybe she thought, you know, there's something to do with her husband. I don't know. But, yeah, Dread watches the the three guys. Like, they walk straight past. And then, and then we find out that Kathy's got a, a kid in the next room. Uh, so they can't really kind of tie her and leave her someplace. Um, and she's like, oh, my husband's out there looking for you too. So, you know, if you're out of here, then you're, you know, well, you know. Yeah, right. Well, <clears throat> we get we get dialogue. It's, it, like I said, man, I, I do I do dig this. I do dig the reveal, like like the, the photo. It's pretty cool. And like the look on um, Anderson's face, like it's pretty... It is a bit. It is pretty heartbreaking. Like I didn't need the flashback though, like the whole. Oh, I just shot this guy. Right. Yeah. It's like oh, we can put two and two together. Like we just saw yeah. that guy forty five seconds ago. Yeah. I mean, trust us to to be a bit smarter, Alex Garland. Like like you did in Ex Machina. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. 
then we move on. Like it's, I really like this part, man. Like they're going, they're going up the lift with and like with Kay and like you see the toll it's taking on Anderson. Like she's just like, this is too much. Like you know, and like somewhere around this part, I think this is where she's kind of making the decision that she doesn't want to be a judge anymore. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> like especially after killing that guy and seeing yeah the family like the repercussions from it. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. But she looks over at, at Dredd, who's like <laughs> just fucking staring at her. He's just like looking at her. He's he's. What do you reckon he's thinking? He's just like, oh, she's not fucking ready for this shit. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely sizing her up because he knows he he knows what he's asked her to do, but now he wants to see like what the what what those kind of effects are having on her. You know, as much as she is mm. a mind reader, you know, he's he's reading her up and down right now. Mm. Absolutely. So uh, then we cut back to uh, Lena Hetty, um, and this is the part where Domino Gleason's talking about how how many people they've taken out already. Fucking insane number, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially, yeah, just for being locked out. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they're, it's like they're sending, you know, sheep to the slaughter. But it's, you know, you're you're sending these guys to dread. You know, and dread's mm-hmm. like, uh, Bruce Lee had a really interesting philosophy with, like, fighting and stuff. He's like, if you're on the defense, he's like, you'll be fine. But the minute you try to pick a fight is when you lose. Because when you're... That's crazy. And, 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 and I mean, I think he's totally right. Yeah, they're just, dread is just prepared. You know, he's just ready for it. Yeah, for sure, man. And he's just a fucking force of nature, this guy. Like, uh, But yeah, this is the part where fucking uh, Mama is just like, can you seal him in there? And then, uh, you know, Gleason's like, yeah, sure, war override gives me total control of the building. And then we cut back to Dread and K, and on time, on tune, we get the fucking gates slamming down. Like, But I love the way it happens, too. It's like he, they can hear it from, like, further away, and then it's, like, closing in, closing in, and then bang. They're like locked in. Yeah. And this is the part where you can tell Dredd's getting fucking worried. And when Dredd's worried, then fuck. Yeah, right. I love that. I can't remember what the line is. She's like, you know, there's nobody out here. He's like, that's what worries me. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. To hear to hear him say that something is worrying him, it's like, fuck yeah. that. Just a pants shitting moment. Can you imagine being Anderson and being like, wait, something worries this guy? Yeah, right. Like something is cracking this 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 beautiful demeanor on the outside. Like what in God's hmm. name could possibly do that? Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, I I do like this. I like I like how he sees sort of dread walking through the, the, the corridors and everyone's kind of locking their doors. Mm-hmm. Like for the impending fucking destruction. <laughs> yeah, I love I love all the security camera footage that that yeah. captures him as he's going down the hall. I really like those shots. For sure. But before we get probably the biggest set piece of the movie, um, we get uh, this this look in with with Kay and uh, Anderson. Um, basically, Kay is just trying to play mind games with her because he he figures out like that she's a mutant. Uh, you know. Uh, most of you guys have three arms, three arms or no arms, but you fit together pretty well. Mm. Uh, he's a bit of a fucking creep, but yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what do you think of this? This uh, little little bit of a fucking mind game here, right? Yeah, no, I think it's a good scene, especially you know because we only have. You know, we only have so many main characters that we can cut between, especially with with being in one area. You know, I think it's really cool to see Kay interacting with with Anderson and and how uh, and you know, and especially with uh, 
with it being, you know, she's identified him, you know, she's like, she's like, oh no, this is, this is definitely the guy who skinned these people, you know, he's going for your gun, he's going for this. So I think he's kind of intrigued by her. Um, yeah. But 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 not in a good way. This guy is definitely a fucking sexual predator. Like 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 he's oh, a, for sure. Yeah, this guy is absolutely disgusting. But um, but um, but yeah, you know he's like the you know what am I thinking about right now? A violent sexual liaison between us. You know it's like like um, uh, yes, uh, in a pointless attempt to shock me. I love that she's like you know no, this is not having any effect. Um, mm. and I, yeah, good. Cause I wasn't trying to shock you, and, you know? And then he's like, I, I'd have been thinking about this and it, it cuts that immediately. It, we don't even see it. She just bashes his face in. Like, I love yeah, that. What, like how fucked up do you think it would have been if she, if we don't see it? Oh yeah. The less <laughs> is more approach, man. It gets you every yeah. fucking time. But this came out in 2012 when I was 19 years old and I was like a little 19 year old. I was like, Oh, did we see her boobs? Yeah. <laughs> did we see her boobs? <laughs> But yeah, man, like this guy's a, he's, he's pretty savage. Um, but yeah, I, I like her. I like how ferocious she is. Uh, he's like, he's like, you should save the last bullet for yourself. And she's like, well, I'll save the second to last one for you. Like, like she, she's her, uh, she's her own character. She like, they really did well with this character. I think with Anderson, like she's definitely the, because we don't get any emotional impact with dread. We get it with, 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 uh, Anderson, right? Yeah, for sure. I think <clears throat> the only emotional impact we ever get is Dredd saying he's worried. <laughs> That's really about it. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, but then, no, man. So that happens. And then we get this this huge sequence. Like, this is like, well, it's not. Okay. If you were to compare it to something like Transformers, it's like tiny. But for this movie, it's huge. Like, it's. Yeah. No, it's. <clears throat> this is one of the few times where I was like, this, this kind of seems a little over the top. Like I feel mm. like there's maybe you know you guys haven't you've all you've done so far is thrown like five or six guys at them like there's no tactical there's nobody in this building who's just not like a, a disposable goon like there's not anybody in here who has like military experience or like wants to trap this guy somehow like like they uh, no let's we're just gonna roll out a couple of big ass guns and kill you know an entire block of people. Yeah, I think it says a lot about Mama though. Like I I think uh, she strikes me as someone who gets impatient. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, like I think she's like, you know what? I want to fucking deal with this quickly and loud. Like, you know, she, she, because she literally says she's like, we tried to do this quietly, but now we do it messy. Like, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Like she's, she's just, she's just fucking fed up with these two, two judges in her block. You know, she wants to get back to expanding. She wants to get back to doing slow mo. Um, but no, man, we get this, we get this sequence. She's like, fire, and then it's like. These three massive, like, fucking cannons, these miniguns. Yeah, like and they're loaded. Guns. Yeah, they're loaded with uh, tracer rounds, so you can, like, see where you're firing. It's pretty neat. Yeah, I love, actually, I love when, as, as the fire, the, the, the fire from the gun is chasing dread, <clears throat> and I mm. guess it hits something explosive, but it blows them up against that wall. Like, I, yeah. like, I love that. That looked so good. Yeah, and I love the sound effects to it, too. It's like, it makes, like, a, like, a, like it sounds like something ignited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely got yeah. like a like a combustible kind of sound to yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. But I I really like that top down shot where um you see the tracer rounds, like the three kind of like lines of tracer rounds hitting the other side of it. It's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, she basically takes out like a fucking like a country. <laughs> oh yeah, she like annihilates like a whole level of this fucking apartment building. Yeah. Which holy shit. 
Yeah, just for these two, man. But like, I, I like, I like seeing Dread in distress. Like, I like, I like that we he's not like this overarching, like completely, like you know, a hundred percent confident guy. Like, he's in distress. Like, he this is way above. This is above him. This is beyond him, man. Like, he's like running away. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, because, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, it's like, I don't care how many different types of ammo you got in that gun. You know, it's like, it's at some point, you know, like, I don't, I, you got to run. You know, there's nothing else you can do. <clears throat> you know, them, you know, being sent to you one at a time and just knocking them out is one thing. But, you know, when they, when they bring in the big guns, it's like, oh, okay, I got to kind of recalibrate and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, I love that we get that little cut back to uh, Gleason, and he's looking at all the cameras just going out. Like <clears throat> uh, that's fucking badass, man. And then it cuts back to Dread, and he's like sprinting towards Anderson, and he's like, "Get back, get back!" This is uh, look, man. Like we said, we can talk about the shots in this movie all day, but I, I, this is a simple shot. It's the three of them leaning up against the wall, and it's like a mid shot, right? But it's like pulled out, and like you can just see the trace rounds coming through, and like the parts of the wall just like giving away it's so cool like um but yeah she's like concentrate your fire concentrate your fire and then like he like he's like high x and he shoots the high explosive round into the wall because he could see the light coming through right um and they escape into the uh into the night you know yeah i love that uh yeah go out to those basketball courts that we've seen earlier um and yeah uh, it was a good setup yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and of course, you know Anderson and, and Dread. As soon as they get out, just start pulling their guns on these kids. And I don't blame them. You know, anybody and everybody's after you in this building. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I like this because just you know we're given a little bit of false hope. Oh, they're outside. Our comms are open. We can reach. You know, back up. We can call people. You know, um, and, and you know you kind of feel like things are maybe starting to tilt in in, in their favor a little bit. But but sh- you know shortly. Shortly thereafter, it, it's it's kind of like a ping pong match, you know. It's like Dread gets the call out, but then they end up, you know, telling the judges, you know, that that they can't get the door open, and it's all just kind of like, you know, who who are you going to believe in this situation, kind of thing, until <clears throat> until Mama calls in the the judges at the end of it. Mm, absolutely, man. Like I I I dig it. Um, but no, this is also one of my favorite parts of the movie. I just oh, this badass beast fucking moment where. Uh, Caleb, Caleb gets tossed tossed over the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Dread, just like without saying a word, dude. Like he just like throws like her number two off to the side, like completely without ceremony or anything. Like no, like you know, he just gets tossed over and he just walks right back into the thick of it, into the fucking hellscape. Yeah, I love that because you know, and I, and I think uh, as Mama's like looking at him, and she just watches him get like just this dark figure just walk right back to where he was. Like, oh my God, that's that's you know, I, that's if that's not intimidating to her, you know, it's like yeah, I'm just gonna throw this guy off of, uh, off this ledge and walk right back to where I was, and all slow, all slow and badass, like you know, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then um, yeah, so dread, dread and um. God, I keep I keep going to say Olivia because her name's Olivia Thurby. Nah. Uh, <laughs> Dread and Anderson uh, pull Kay into what looks like a classroom, right? Like so this building's like got everything. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's 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 definitely self sustained. It's like its own little. It's like its own little. little I mean, yeah. It's it's like a city yeah. within a city. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so this is like where we we find out about. Um, I mean, Dread just 
Bates Bates Kaido pulp. Oh yeah, dude, just choking like, him out against that wall. That is so good. But, but I like I like <laughs> that this is like we get we get two kind of types of of um of interrogation here, right? Like we get dreads like brute brute strength, uh, which doesn't really help because K doesn't really give much up. But then uh, Anderson's like, wait, I can do it without even like touching him. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and she just slips right into, um, yeah, uh, welcome to the inside of your head. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, and uh, one thing I don't want to move past it either is when Dread walks back over away and you know, sits up against that wall. The American flag has only six stars on it because I guess there's six mega cities. Oh shit! Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I, I I I saw that on IMDb, and this time watching it around, I was like, oh okay. I was like, that's that's kind of. Uh, like that's that's kind of cool. I never really noticed that before, but um, but yeah, just yeah, that's badass. It's just little things like that, like in um, world building, dude. Yeah, like uh, like in Watchmen, actually, when they bury the comedian, there's more stars on the flag because they won the war in Vietnam. I was like, oh, that's oh. fucking cool. Like anything like that, you've got me, man. I'm sucked in immediately. Yeah, for sure, man. Like it's just attention to detail, shit, you know. Um, but yeah, like like this is another one of my shots. Like one of my favorite shots. It's very simple, man. Like I just like that we get this, like how the camera is situated, and it's just like basically half the screen is like Dred's mouth. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you don't see above his like kind of like like mouth, and you just it's just a very simple thing. But yeah, Anderson Anderson's like, sir, sir, if you leave it to me, you know, you don't even have to touch him. Um, but yeah, tell me about the the mind fuckery here, like the the. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I like it a lot. Um, I think um, I love that 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 Kay thinks he's got this control because they're in his head. And it's like, dude, sh- the only reason you're both in your head right now is because she's the psychic. Like, you are fucking mm-hmm. with shit that you don't even really know. Um, because, of course, you know, immediately he tries to kill her. He tries, you know, he starts, you know, trying to fuck her. And, you know, like, I mean, just everything. You know, this guy is just despicable. Um, mm. but I love, you know, as he's like, you know, ba- basically, you know, like fantasizing, I guess, about like getting, getting head from her. She pops up like right next to him and she basically bites his, bites his fucking uh. dick off. But when it cuts down, it's mama. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. that's so, so cool. cool. That was, that was such a cool little thing to add because we've talked about that once before. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that's badass. Like, that's cool. It's a tight but- script, man. But yeah, that's when she just starts wreaking hell and starts looking through his memory and seeing him skinning the body, seeing the drugs, seeing everything. Um, and when it cuts back to them, they're both just standing completely still in in the real yeah. world. I was like, that's so cool. And then he's pissing his yeah. pants. Like that's so. He's pissed great. himself. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, uh- I don't want to go by it. I love how like they get in there, and she's like, "It's kind of empty in here." Oh yeah, yeah, I love that line. <laughs> uh, but no, man, he's pissed himself, and uh, this is like, well, essentially, she's she. The whole point, the whole purpose of her being in his mind was like, you know, she she's now found out that slow mo peach trees is a, is a slow mo manufacturing plant, right? Like this is the base, the home base. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Uh, Dreads like I mean like they've they've stumbled into something pretty big like it, it started off with just three murders and now this is like big this is a big fucking thing a big find 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> that there's this massive, you know, drug den being operated out of here because I guess slow mo is still, you know, it, it, it's still an up and coming thing, but it seems to be on the rise as like a new drug that's going to uh, that's going to really take over the market and to be in the birthplace mm. of that in the middle of it and you being the only cop is kind of a big yeah. deal. Yeah, absolutely. Then we get like uh, this this cut over to the control room. There are two uh, judges knocking outside the door, um, and fuck me. The the way the way she's got the knife blade right in his stomach, oh, like man. right in the fucking belly button, it, it <laughs> like a one little slip of that, and like you could take like a whole piece of skin, like it's crazy. Um, but no, um, Gleason basically tells the the two judges that they've had a fire, uh, and like they look up and they can see the smoke and shit like that. Um, and it's just. I just love how I love I love Mama's like like facial expressions like the way she's just so determined. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, you fuck this up, I'm gonna kill you." Like her face is very just like, I don't know. It's almost like it's threatening, but at the same time, it's 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 so threatening because it's relaxed. Like she seems so coy and just like mischievous, like mischievous about it. It's like, oh, that's that's to me, that's more terrifying than someone who's just like looking at you with a stern look. Like she's kind of like playful about it. It's like, Ugh, fuck that, man. Mm. Absolutely, man. And then look, look. So Gleason manages to stave off the 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 two the two judges. They're basically waiting outside until the the other judges show up. Um, and then we cut over to Dr- uh, to Dredd and Anderson, and Dredd's like, you know, you're still on a, you're still on assessment. So what do you want to do? What would you do? And Anderson comes to the conclusion that well, we can either defend or we can uh, what, what is it? Stand stand our ground. And and Dredd's like, well, no. How about we attack? <laughs> right. Yeah. She says she says like defend defend a position or just hide. Um, mm. You know, I love you. Giving us two options. Yeah, and and because he seems like he's almost confident, you know. But how about you know? How about attacking? And you know, and her like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, is that an option? And he's like, well, we're judges. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's just as simple as it is. We are cops. You know, we like it. It is within our you know legal parameters. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. But uh, no, look, they <laughs> Kay just takes so much damage in this whole movie. They drag Kay through these hallways, and we get these. I, I love this like pan over to this like poor kid just holding the gun. He's so fucking panicked. Um, this this reminds me a lot of The Wire. I know you haven't seen The Wire, but the the entire purpose of that show is to show that you know the drug running in in the city of Baltimore, and like it doesn't have to just be Baltimore; it can be anywhere. It's cyclical. So it comes through, like, it starts with the parents and goes down to the kids, and then it's just like a cycle, right? Like, mm-hmm. this, I feel like these kids are just, like, forced by their parents, even though we don't see that, we don't get a look into that at all. Like, I just I just feel like, you know, that it's expected by them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, we've already seen, you know, how you know, we, we bust into that, to Kathy's house, and, you know, and she's... Uh, you know, I mean, her own husband's out there looking for them, which, I mean, there's 400 and, you know, what does it say, like 450, 435 people yeah. out there looking for them. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, and, you know, who doesn't want to be the one to kill these judges and come up to mama and be like, hey, here you go. Like, I, you know, I, I'm your, like, you know, to, to be, you know, I'm the, the, the favorite son right now. Like, I killed, I killed yeah. this guy, you know, like, what do Absolutely. I get? Absolutely. Just serve serve them up on like a silver platter, and you know, get get in the gr- good graces of 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 mama. Like I'm sure it's like a good thing, right? 
Um, but yeah, no, so they eventually have this little standoff here near the elevator. Um, this is cool, man. I, I dig this scene a lot, this little standoff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this kid's, I mean, Jesus Christ, like, couldn't look more awkward holding a gun. Look, just, they mm. look just so, like, just, yeah. just, I don't know, like, kids, put down the gun, pick up the Xbox controller, <laughs> and go, go back to your right. room, you know? Exactly. But I love, I love that they, they draw the guns and they're like freeze and dress just straight up like, why? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, well, yeah, why would I listen to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, look, the, the kid, the kid just basically fucking hesitates, right? And Kay, this is like, the whole time Kay's just like trying to like get out. Yeah, he's like, like he's kind like, of getting his feet out from the cuffs. And I, I, yeah. lo- I love Dread. He's like, I, you know, the kid's like, you stay back or I'll shoot you. He's like, with the safety on. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's so good. And I, I mean, do you think the safety is actually on or is he just fucking with this kid? I don't know. I think he fucked with him. I, I think, think so too. I, I think... I think he knows that this kid's got no fucking idea. He doesn't want to be here. The guy, the kid on the on the right though looks a bit more confident. Um like that always got me in this movie. Like he, he looks a bit more confident than the kid doing the actual talking. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why this kid like took the lead. <laughs> yeah, the kid the like, kid on the right I mean. seems like yeah, he might be a little bit older like, you know, that he yeah. yeah, this like yeah. he, he he looks like he talked the other kid into it. <laughs> Yeah, but no, man, I dig the music here too. Like, it's very tense, and, like, it's really building up to something. Um, but, yeah, like, Kay makes a leap for Anderson. He, he like, basically catches her, uh, and then that causes Anderson to fire some rounds into the thing, and this is when Dredd just leaps, and he, he stuns them. I think that was pretty cool. Right. It's like, I, he's like, like, he's like, I definitely, yeah. like, I, I, are you surprised he didn't shoot the kids? Honestly, like, are you, are you, are you surprised that he went with the stun or are you not surprised by that? Yeah. No, that's what I'm surprised by. I'm surprised, like, you know, this guy being uh, such a hardened, a hardened veteran, you know, it, it, that could also be their sentence though. Yeah. That like, was I mean, because they are, yeah. Ju- yeah, because they're juveniles. Like, I'm thinking that he didn't kill them, like, you know, attempted murder, for a juvenile, the sentence might be stunning and then maybe life in prison or some shit like that, you know? Right. It might not just be death, so... Right, yeah, that totally makes sense. No. Yeah. But no, um, they... So Kay escapes with Anderson in the lift, and I love Kay. You are so fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's brutal. What a, what a line to walk into. I know. And I'm just like... I, like you're, I feel like you're going to be... Like, you're fucked. Like, literally. Like, like, I had to get like dark on you, Anderson. But I feel like you're literally about to be fucked. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And like, yeah, that as soon as she's brought in, and there's all those guys. I, like, first time watching this, Ooh. I'm like, this is not gonna end well. But honestly, no. Yeah, if it wasn't for Mama, like, yeah, we would have a much more brutal version of this movie. Um, like, like, because uh, what what does she say? Basically, they need it to look like. There's been that they've just been shot up, so like no skinning, no raping, no no torture, like nothing like that. Yeah, no, I dig that man. Like it's 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 good villain stuff. Like it's it's smart villain stuff. Yeah, and it, it would be it would be it would just be too easy. It's kind of like in Django, you know, when they were gonna just kill Django and you know castrate him and stuff. They're like, no, no, we're gonna send him off the you know the Quint Nicky Manu's got it worse than that. You know, it's like they they yeah. they want him to suffer. You know, and it's like that that's a little bit different from this one, but in the but kind of in the same vein. 
Right, exactly. It's like kind of it's thinking about the long game, right? Right, for sure. <clears throat> she doesn't. She doesn't obviously want. You know, because, I mean, yeah, you might have this building on lockdown for a few hours or a day even, but at some point those, mm-hmm. those you know, those blast walls are going to come up and somebody's going to be looking for one of the yeah. most prolific judges in the whole city. Absolutely. And I love I love that she's pissed off at Kay for getting captured and, like, not killing himself. Yeah, right? She's like, yeah, you should have either killed, gotten yourself killed or, you know, or, or not been captured. I was like, damn, well, she's straight to the point. Yeah, absolutely. But this is also, um, uh, this is, I, I believe this is the moment where she says, call 911. No? Yeah, no, for early? sure. Yeah, no, you're right. Because at first I was like, is that just a joke? And then later on, I was mm. like, oh, no, she's not joking at all. They totally Dude. called the cops. Yeah, I was not expecting them to call, like, to have corrupt judges. I love that, man. Anytime there's corruption in, in a movie, I'm I'm always down for that. Like, I love The Departed just for that, like, reason. Um, it just fascinates the hell out of me, like, because it's it's so it's so cool. Like, you're supposed to be trusting these guys, especially these four judges that rock up, right? Um, and like, they all just look so badass. Like, we'll get to that when they actually do rock up. But um, yeah, but I was not expecting corrupt judges in this at all. No, for sure, because you th- you think that you know I'm not gonna say that every single judge is like dread, but to take this kind of job to do something like that, I mean, you would have to be you would have to be somewhat like him, you know, you would have to you would have to you'd have to have some kind of same moral code, and ob- you know, it's, I I guess it's pretty obvious that these people don't, or at least their moral code yeah. will bend for the right price. Yeah, I think we have jumped a little bit ahead though. Um, first, we get that badass sequence of like um, Dread giving his little speech over the PA system. Right. Yeah. Mom, and Mama's a common hit- criminal. Right. Exactly. Mama's a common criminal. He's like, he's like, she's not the law. I'm the law. I am the no, law. <laughs> I can. You can. Fucking- you can hear Stallone's lip droop. Like you can hear it. Oh, I don't even know how, God. but like. Actually, funny side note, that happened from when he was born. They used, like, forceps or something. When he was being born, it pinched a nerve in his face. Just a little side trivia. Is that is that why? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was actually, when I was, I was, I, I always loved Stallone movies, like, when I was in middle school and stuff. He was, like, one of my favorite actors. And then I. Oh, he's awesome, yeah. Yeah, well, then I grew up and realized how a lot of his movies suck. But, like, they, they still, <laughs> he still got quite a few good ones. But, yeah, I read a, read a biography about him, and he's a very interesting guy. I would definitely read about him sometime. Very interesting guy. That's badass, dude. Because uh, I've read Arnie's um, biography. Oh, um, cool. It's pretty cool, too. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's called Total Recall. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, we get this awesome fucking scene, man, like where he's in that phone booth. Uh, it looks like a phone booth or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. He hacks into the PA system and he just he gives his little his little speech and I, I love it. Like, it's, it's so cool. She's, she, he basically... He basically just calls her a common criminal. Like she's not, she's she's not worth shit. She's just another fucking piece of shit that he's just got to take down, right? Um, but while this is happening, like we get a look in around like the entire building. We get the we get a look in at the slow mo lab for the first time. Like these poor fucking women just working on the on the drugs and chemicals and, ugh, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, absolutely. It, re- it reminded me of uh. Uh, what is it, American Hustle, when they walk in and, like, all the women are naked, like, bagging up Ooh, the drugs yeah. and stuff. Uh, or mm. I think they do that in New Jack City as well, if you've ever seen that with Wesley Snipes. That's a good movie. No. That's a good one. No, I haven't checked but that But, yeah, out. very, very similar kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Judge, uh, Dredd finishes his fe- speech with, 
judgment time. Oh my god, that was such and, a terrible line. It's uh, it's bad. Like there's, it's comic booky. It's comic booky. A ju- judgment day. That's fine. Say judgment <laughs> judgment time. Like I've never heard judgment time like judgment day. It would have been like okay, that's still kind of cheesy, but it makes sense what you're talking yeah. about. And get sued by James Cameron. No, thank you. Yeah, right. Oh my god, <laughs> that bastard. Yeah, but uh, look, Gleason uh, tracks him, tracks the the call to the to the specific booth on the specific floor, uh, and Mama sends her guys. Have, did you catch a look at this this guy? Oh well, it's fucking. I was gonna say you might have to be a little bit more specific. <laughs> this guy, oh, oh, the one you're pointing to, what? No. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like the guy that rocks up to the to the booth first. Oh like, yeah, like, a few of them like rock up to the booth. And this guy, I don't know what the fuck is going on with his hair. Oh, man, if I feel like this guy's like, he's just come back from the fucking hairdresser. Oh like yeah, his... yeah, for sure. Yeah, now, now I've, I've just, dude, I got I got a little off track. I just pulled the movie back up, but dude, yeah, it's like yeah. he looks like ten seconds ago. Somebody was like, "Hey, Rodney, good perm." He's like, "Thanks," and then they come around the corner and like, <laughs> like he looks so stupid. Like, it, I mean, it's obviously a wig, but like. What the fuck? What the like fuck? it looks so odd. Maybe that's intentional. You know, again, the artificial, the, like uh, I, the I don't I don't even know if this is a word. The artificiality, like of this place, like how artificial <laughs> everything seems. Maybe that's just like I don't know. I, I I it's just a wig and you know just kind of vanity. I have no idea. But the fact that the scene fucking weird. The fact that it continues to hinge on him even when he opens up the door and sees that it's not dread. I was like, why are we focusing on this guy? Like this is so odd. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, that's right. Like the focus also makes it even weirder. But I love that they he just shoots a couple rounds into the 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 booth and he's like. Booker still hasn't gone down. <laughs> He's just got a funny <laughs> yeah. accent too. Right. It's like no, yeah, this guy had this guy even with the shells pumped in him hasn't even fallen over, let alone died. No, no, exactly. Right. Like like this guy didn't react to any of the bullets, so I wonder what the fuck's up. So he just goes and checks in and <laughs> And like this guy's this fucking body is just hanging from the roof and he's like, He's not here or some shit like that. <laughs> and then dude fucking my main man i love the music here too with the bass like and then fucking dread is like i I can't even like i'm just watching this scene now and like what is what is it that he fires is like incendiary incendiary and then i love the sound effect man like like i love that the gun like kind of like it's like okay <laughs> like it does that little sound it's like beep and then it just like fires it and you just see that that shot of like the incendiary around going across the floors and bam dude I, he fucking lights them up yeah i love it and it's like there's two really really badass shots like back to back when he turns and walks away and we just see all the fire and like the carnage of it but man the shot of those four judges on the bikes is really oh. really good like that is some that is some like blade runner level shot like that yeah. looks really really fucking beautiful well but wait, wait before we get to that i thought you were going to say cuz there's another awesome shot that's happening while the incendiary is happening um i I, th- I believe it was on a poster um it's it's like a reflection of the fire on on his helmet yeah, on his visor for sure yeah pretty fucking awesome dude yeah it looks great but but yeah, that's the point that um, 
sorry that that uh, mama calls nine one one, and this is yeah, this is the this is the the part where we get that that shot of them on the on the on the bikes. It's so cool, man. Like I was not expecting the corrupt judges, but like I like I said, man, we get another shot that top down shot of like them approaching like uh, outside the building. I don't know what it is about these shots that I just love. Yeah, they're just so expansive. Like they just seem make everything. They give this like huge breadth of of uh like this huge breadth of um of just i don't know just a, such a large scale to everything yeah but yeah these these are these are judges lex uh lex is the leader uh lex kaplan chan and alvarez i'm looking at you william you fucker <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um they rock up to these two judges outside and <laughs> this guy with his shotgun he just fucking walks up to the pa system open up <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, that's so funny because the, t- yeah. I, I guess the two judges that were originally called, they're just they're just straight cops, like they they're not in on yeah. it or anything. So that's why the doors haven't opened at all. That's right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's right. Um. But like, wouldn't that look suspect to them? Like, like, oh, I wonder why the ju- like why the doors opening for these guys and not us? Yeah, I guess. I, like, yeah, I guess the first two cops are like, well, yeah. The, I guess now that these guys have come in and asked, not politely at all. Like, you know, we yeah. like. I guess finally these people are like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll open up. And they're because yeah. I, I it, they seem almost embarrassed by it. Like when they're like, you know, mm. they come in and they're just like, open up, and the door opens, and they're like, all right, now you can leave. Like. I, I like oh that kind of sucks because Lex seems like almost like a veteran, definitely seems like an older mm. kind of cop because he even says that later on. You know, I've been on the force for twenty years or yeah. something like that. Yeah, 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 man. Like, but they they rock up to the crime scene with the three murders, and um, Lex is pretty much outlining like, what's he say? He he's talking about how how it's gonna go down in the story, right? In their story, uh, and the medic the medic walks up and he's like, no. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> oh, he's just yeah, like, immediately. I was like, dude, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, are you willing to testify to that? And then uh, I remember, man, when this movie, um, when it was still in production, there was a like a leaked sort of like clip, and this was the clip. It was literally like uh, this gun like coming up to this guy on this, like to his head, and it was like firing, and it's just like, a, I remember it was a gif, and it was like really like, holy shit, man, this movie's going to be awesome. Because like, if you... Like it's just so cool. Like this, this, this entire like thing. Yeah, and it's, it's like you willing to test. Oh, yeah, go, go. Well, I was gonna say it's it's so funny that you saw the gif and thought that the movie was gonna be awesome because it totally sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fuck up. But yeah, um, they they fucking destroy this poor bastard who was just hiding. But you know what? That's what he gets for being a pussy. Yeah, right. Like I, I get it. You know, it's a medical it's a medical bay. But like, you wouldn't stay neutral. Like, there no, you just don't want to get killed. Like, I mean, any she, she says anybody who helps the judges, you know, where you're going to be along right right beside them. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, Lex, Lex, let's uh, she meets Mama. Uh, they have a little chat, dude. They're getting paid a million, but it's not a million apiece. Right. It's split four ways. What? That's fucking tiny. Unless the exchange rate is like one US dollar to one credit is like 10 US dollars, then like, what the fuck? Right, yeah, 250 grand to kill to, to kill a cop, and it's like, I mean, I would never do it, but... Not it, just a cop. Yeah, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about dread, you know, and it, like, that's... Yeah. 
I mean, good God, man, like uh, $250,000. It's like, you know, because I, I assume your mom is big time, but I guess she can't afford to pay all of them f- a million, you know, a million credits a piece. It's like, ah, uh, it's like, I mean, $250,000, like, I, I mean, it, I, it's still, I mean, at least, you know, give them two million and split it. Like, I wouldn't go in there and do that shit for less than half a million. No way. Yeah. So, look, they split up, they split off. Um, uh, Kaplan, Kaplan decides to stay with Mama, uh, just as sort of like a bodyguard. But then we get we we go back to Dread. He drops a few guys before meeting up with, I believe it's Chan or uh, Judge Chan. Uh, and you know Chan's like, relax, you know we're here now. You got backups arrived, and then Dread's like, mm, something's a bit wrong here. He's like two of us called in the ten twenty four. I'm not. I'm not sure why you're. Well, I'm wondering why you didn't ask about the other one. And then like that tips off like, like Chan just reacts. Yeah. He's like Lex. He's like Lex. We're gonna move. And then it's like bam. I fucking love this fight. Actually, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and Dread. I mean, Dread. I mean, not only is he. You know, anybody. You know, anybody can go in and and you know years of training and and and. Uh, and you know firearm training and stuff like that and be a badass like fighter but he's he's intuitive he's smart he's the detective he was you mm. know he's like he was very like well that's odd like you didn't mention that there was another one here because I'm here with like a rookie mm. all by myself like wouldn't you be concerned about this you know this rookie on like her first day you know I'm dread I can handle myself like you didn't even ask about her that's that's very mm. like perceptive of it yeah it's great for sure man it's so cool but then yeah like dread gets pinned up against the wall and fires a couple of rounds into chan's foot um and then we get fucking combo breaker oh dude yeah <laughs> fucking hold r2 and l2 at the same time <laughs> and just fucking press x mash that shit and you get the move that i like to call trachea crush <laughs> dude it's brutal man like i mean he just like he just crushes this guy's like esophagus in it's fucking i was like in the cinema man i was like holy shit he collapsed his fucking he he collapsed his entire like you can probably see his spine (laughs) yeah dude it just it really shows you a how strong dread is but then b how fragile the human body could be just to walk up (laughs) i mean just i mean you could just walk up onto somebody on the street and just and just fucking just drop them like and crush their crush their like like sure yeah, sure, we'll need the butt of a lawgiver to do that, but still. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holy shit. But I do love that shot of, like, um, I, I think it's Lex and Alvarez. They rock up and they fucking Chan's just dropping to his knees. Yeah, that's a great shot. Fucking awesome, dude. Uh, but then we cut back to oh, one of my favorite scenes of the fucking movie. Uh, it's Kay intimidating Anderson. Anderson's on her knees. And, like, you see Kay, like, picking up the photo. Um picking up the photo uh and you know Kay does his little fucking speech his little monologue uh but then he point he points the fucking lawgiver at her he's like I always wanted to use one of these god what a fucking uh, moron fucking like, idiot but what what is that oh no go on no, I was just saying, like, how, again, how do you not know? How is this not common knowledge for, like, if 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 you're, like, <clears throat> you know, I don't want to be that guy. This is not, like, the Django Unchained wrist rocket thing for me. You um, fucking nitpicker. Dude, I, I, I got it. But, you know, if it's, if it's the same thing with, like, <laughs> like, this guy is her, like, 
right hand man who literally loses his right hand because he doesn't understand what a fucking like like what the gun <laughs> does is like, I don't understand that like I mean like I, I'm, I'm just watching the movie and I could tell that it's like it's a it's a big part of like their I mean I think yeah, like a little bit of their DNA is in each one of the rounds so like there's accountability for shots fired and stuff like that like not only does it protect officers but it uh, it, you know, it yeah. like protect officers for you know collateral damage and stuff. But also, you know, how do you how do you not know that? You don't know anybody out of the five hundred of your jackass friends that are trying to kill <laughs> these dudes who have tried to pick up a, a try to pick up their what is it, a, a law, lawgiver? Lawgiver, yeah. God, what a fuck! I just you know, I, I I get it. You know, this guy just might be an idiot and is never because again, you know, judges haven't really come to Peachtree, so maybe that's why. But I I don't know. Like it's 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 just a dumb way to get fucking killed. Just dumb. <laughs> Doesn't really doesn't really bug me, and like you know what, he might not actually be dead, <laughs> because like, okay, let's talk about first fucking ID fail, and then boom, his fucking arm just explodes. I love the way we see it as well. Mm. It's just like, like it, it there, there's definitely some fuckery there. Like I don't know if it's computerized or if it's just like kind of like two sort of like it look it looks great. Man. The, it looks really good. Yeah, because I feel like they 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 shot it. They didn't move the camera at all, and then they they cut, and then they kind of like you know what I mean, like they kind of spliced it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I I get a I actually got kind of like a weird like again a RoboCop feel because that's in RoboCop Ooh. that's one of the first things they do is they blow his right hand off, and I was like, and it, yeah. it looked extremely similar to what fucking awesome. I was like, oh shit, I was like, okay, yeah, okay, and now now you know, and then there's Dread walking through the drug factory, you know, and I was like, this feels very like. RoboCop walking through the coke, like the cocaine the factory. factory. Yeah, it yeah. Like, feels very similar to that. But, I mean, they're both they're great movies, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, no, like like I said, he might not be dead because she just, like, gets up and just fucking roundhouse kicks him in the face and he just drops. And that's the last we see of him. I would love if it was just in their handbook to just crush people's throats like that. Like, she kicked him in the throat <laughs> and just crushed it. Like, it's just in the handbook. <laughs> Dude, with the, with that kick, it looked like she might have probably collapsed his skull because that was fucking rough. Yeah, it's like right. I think I think she gets him like right with the back of the heel or something. Like she roundhouses him, I think, and you know mm. Chuck Norris Chuck, goes Chuck Norris on his ass. Um, yeah, for sure. But no, she she escapes and she she fights like three guys in this fucking tunnel and she turns this one guy's face into fucking pulp. Oh yeah, dude. That's holy shit. That's beautifully brutal. Like, I've got I've got it paused on like um <laughs> just like when she's got this guy's gun like the gun under this guy's like face and um it just explodes into like a mountain of pulp. Um but dude, I also like that she's got the MP5 here as well. Um she's not carrying a lawgiver anymore because at this point like it's kind of symbolic because she doesn't want to become a judge anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, I do like that. You know, she could just easily just go and pick up her gun, but she's like, no, fuck that. I want the, A, this is a much better weapon. You know, it, like it's going to, well, I wouldn't say much better, but I mean, I guess it's going to have more ammo at a higher, you know, fire rate. I was like, I I, I, I would probably rather have, uh, I would honestly, I, me personally, I would probably rather have the, the uh, like that submachine gun. Was that like an MP5? Um, yeah, it looks like an MP5. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Call of Duty, for my knowledge of guns. Oh, um, I know, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I would definitely want the the MP5 because that's just uh, 
yeah, it, it, A, I've always wanted to shoot one of those. But yeah, like you said, it's great. It's symbolic. It's her leaving that behind, especially with um, with this guy that she's been stuck with the whole movie, you know, that she's kind of been babysitting this whole time. Like they've been together the almost the entire time, um, you know, and they get split up from they get um they get split up from from dread, um, you know, and basically, I, I, I don't know. There's there's definitely something symbolic in there of of this guy who is kind of like her test. It's kind of like her test to see, you know, if she can handle it or not. But the funny part is, her losing her weapon is what kind of makes her pass the test in an odd way. You know, him getting the weapon is ultimately what leads to his downfall. So like, you can look at it from both angles. Like, yeah, you lost your gun, but it helped us bring this guy to justice. You know, it's like it's kind of a double edged sword, I guess. Yeah, for sure, man. I totally, I totally agree, man. That's fucking badass. Like, it, it just like I love the symbolism. Like, it's just, it's so cool. But look, we move on. Uh, Dread fucking walks into Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like seriously, this is this drug lab here. Um, this is where we get the showdown between uh, Alvarez, Lex, and Dread. Um, and this is this is kind of what I liked. Um, so I like that. You know, Mama was like this cerebral villain, uh, whereas uh, I guess Lex was more of the physical villain. Like, um, I, I know, like, that's why I think to you it felt a little anticlimactic when it came down to the showdown between uh, Mama and Dread, right? Because, like, you know, Mama's a bit, a bit more intellectual. Like, she's, shall we say, she's she's the Riddler, or the or the Joker, like someone who can't like physically stand up to the Batman, whereas, you know, um, Bane is Lex. Yeah, I can someone... I can totally see it. Like it, it's like yeah, she's the mind and he's the muscle. Right, exactly, and like I think that's why you know we get these showdowns. Like, but no, man, this is cool. What happens in this in this in this drug in this lab right here? Do you want to talk about this for a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I um, uh, yeah, I love that um. Just as, as soon as Dredd comes in, he just fucking caps those two guys and everybody runs. Everybody just Im- immediately mm. bolts out of that room. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just the whole, you know, because this, this whole time we've seen, you know, Dredd running around with this gun. And, you know, I'm sure somebody's been, when does that thing kind of run out of ammo? Right about now. Um, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, right right about the time that you absolutely need it and that you are totally equally matched against against another two two other officers, you know, that are way more uh you know, one of them's got a shotgun, the other one's got like a submachine gun. Um but yeah, this this whole like this this whole thing had like a vibe to it of it reminded me of like a video game almost, like like a video game level in like Goldeneye, like the whole room kind of reminded me of that. Oh, yes. It felt it felt very like Goldeneye to me, um, or just video gamey in general. Um, it felt like that, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I love I love the room and um, um, yeah, you know what I love, man. I, I love that um, while Lex is doing his little sort of villain speech, like he's he's taking cover and shit. But I also like the look ins that we get on Dread. Like Dread's backing up, but like he knows that Alvarez is coming from the other side. Like mm-hmm. he keeps peeking to the left. Like he's like, all right, I, I've got this fucker. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's like this is what I would do, and I'm a judge. So you know, mm. I think yeah, he's, he's got kind of like an insider's perspective. Right. Exactly. Uh, so like this is this is the part where essentially Lex is talking about the city being a meat grinder. Uh, you know, it just takes you and it just spits you right back out. You know, he's been on the force for 20 years. And, uh, you know, people go in one dead, meat comes out the other. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, like, holy shit. What a, what a way to look at yeah. things. This is also when I realized how big fucking uh, Lex's chin is. Oh, Jesus dude, Christ. yeah, like, he honestly, like, looks, like, dread from the comic book. Like, like I was yeah. like, holy shit, like, that big-ass like, chin. Fucking crimson chin. Uh, but uh, I, actually, I actually really like the actor. I don't, I've never seen the actor in anything else besides this, but, like, he, like, when he's got dread down later and he's doing his villain, villain monologue, like, he looks, he looks cool, like, like, with his... Like he he's like the bottom the bottom half of his face is really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like I love. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what I'm trying to say here, <laughs> but like it's just like the the it's, his physicality is awesome. No, absolutely, yeah, because there's you know with that with the almost the entire head being caught like the bottom you end up you know, I mean your mouth is just, or your eyes are just immediately brought to like the mouth yeah. of of like he animates his lips really well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to bring up earlier that I thought was really interesting just in. Trivia is uh, I I know I'm gonna say his name wrong. Is it Michael Michael Bean? Michael Bean? Michael uh, Bean. Yeah, uh, he actually auditioned for this movie. Um, oh shit! And I, I guess it was for I guess it was for Dread. I assume so. Uh, but I don't know how old he would have been when this came out. You know, um, I, I assume definitely definitely older uh, than uh, than Carl Urban is. But but I, yeah. I I could totally see him doing it. You know, I got no Dude, problem with could, that. Yeah, he could totally play that like grizzled kind of like veteran. Uh, sort of cop, like he could, he could totally pull that off. Right, yeah, but no, I thought that was really cool. I forgot to bring that up earlier. I just now thought of it. No, absolutely, but uh, yeah, look. Uh, so Lex, uh, you know, nods to Alvarez to go in for the kill, and Alvarez walks in with his shotgun, and, and Dread just turns around and hi X fucking blows his head off. Oh, dude, that now that see that like that that is really cool. Like their the digital effects right there look really good, you know. Versus like the hot shot that we saw earlier, where he turned that guy into like a human jack o' lantern. I was like, dude, yeah. that looks cool. Like I appreciate you saving it for this part. Like I mean, I would rather yeah. this look good than the first part. But yeah, it it looks great. Right. It really looks good. It does. Sorry, well, I ugh, fuck, I fucked up. I did say that you know Dredge just whirls around, but like they do have a, like a little bit of a shootout. But like I like that Dredge like backed up against the wall, and he's like going through the cycle of like all of his like ammo, mm. like they're all empty, uh, and then he just he's like incendiary, and it's like empty. I'm a piercing, empty, and then it's like high X, and then turns around bang yeah and this guy's body just like fucking falls like a fucking meat sack yeah right like a sack of potatoes yeah and lex is like son of a bitch and he just like fucking fires and he's like and then (laughs) Trent's like two-way split like he's just like counting it down yeah i love that yeah that's that's so good uh because we missed that line earlier too where he's like uh where he's like, you know, hey, million dollars split four ways is like three ways, even better. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's which that. is, yeah, which is why I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I mean, I, yeah, now you're making some fucking money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Lex is like, yeah, I'd be breaking a sweat if if you didn't just run out of ammo. <laughs> yeah, totally calls him on it. Like he he fucking straight up knows. I mean, he's a judge. Mm. Yeah, for sure. But then we cut back to uh, Anderson. She's uh, like going through the corridors and shit, and she meets up with the other with the female corrupt judge. Uh, I completely forgot her name because she's not fucking important whatsoever. She gets uh, dispatched like straight away. I love this. I like that there wasn't this big fight scene with her, like uh, or, or this like this big sort of like reveal that um, you know that she's corrupt. Like seriously, because she can just read her mind, and she's like, "Yep, I know, I know what she's thinking." 
Right, yeah, I love that. She's immediately like, you know, yeah, we called, you know, we called you guys forever ago. Like, why, why are there mm. only one of you? You know, like, like if mm. you know what's going on, like, what, what the fuck is? And I, and one thing I forgot, one thing I think is hilarious is how they send like, there's like eight judges at this building, including Anderson and Dread. At one point, there's the two outside, and then there's the four that show yeah. up. No wonder you fucking only reply to like six percent of the of the of the calls because <laughs> there's like eight cops here right now. Like, what the yeah, fuck? I know, I know. It's like, what the fuck? Like, where are your priorities, bitch? Uh, but then, yeah, Lex uh, fires an arm-piercing arm one straight through straight through Dread, which is pretty pretty fucking crazy. Like, because I like how it go. he fires, like, the, the three to the right, and, he, like, he gets closer and closer, and then, like, bang, straight through his, like, it's a through and through. It goes straight through. Yeah, and I love the shot because you've got Dread like in the middle yeah. of the frame, and then off to the left, you can still see him in the in the back when holding the gun. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the blocking in the scene. That that's another thing, man. The blocking in the in the scenes is like pretty awesome. Like where everyone's kind of like standing where the camera is. Like it's just it's so cool. But then um, Lex starts to do his like little little villain speech because. Dread says, wait. He he just holds up his hand. He's like, wait. And Lex is like, wait. He's like, the judge, the judge Dread is telling me to wait. He's like, wait for what? And like, this is where his like mouth is like doing this like little dance. Like, I I love his like physicality. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like, I I think it is, it, it did hit a point where I was like, you know, I, I feel like, yeah, you know, like I said, it is the villain monologue. It is that, it is the, mm. you know, the climax of the movie somewhat. Um, but, but yeah, I, and, and I do like, you know, I do like Dread saying like, wait, like showing weakness almost. And he's like, mm. what did you say? Wait, you know, but, but the, I feel like the scene went on just a little bit too long. I really, I like, I, I really wish he just would have been like, wait, like the great, ju- you know, t- tells me to wait. He's like, yeah. And then he gets shot, but this goes on for mm. For so long, like he just showboats, yeah. you know. He's definitely like. But I do, I do, I do like how it gives Lex a little bit more weight, though. Like, like, uh, like I like that at least one of these judges got some kind of character. Yeah, I, th- I think, um, I, I, well, I, 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 I don't know. I wouldn't even say so much character because it's really just like, like we, it, it's really just kind of like I, I don't know more about him because of this. You know, it's just him almost like. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's like it's like we need to just sit here and stall for like ten seconds while she shows up, and it's like I just felt like if it had been quicker, if there wasn't such a because like the longer it's like in boxing, you know, where they talk about showboating, where like you like yeah. people can see or like billboarding where you can see your punches and stuff. It's like if you leave yourself open like that, you're gonna get popped, and it's like especially being a judge, like he should know that. Like I need to kill this guy now because he's gonna pull something out of his ass, like. Which I, I, I I'm not saying I don't see how he didn't see it coming, but I would have just shot him like right away. Like, no, this is dread. He yeah. will get back up. He will come after me if I don't stop this now. I'm with you. I dig it. But yeah, so Anderson shows up with a fucking and just blasts him. Fuck it. He just he just falls unceremoniously, and then dread just heals himself. Yeah, right. I was like, like how oh. cool is this? Yeah, I was like, okay, I guess that gunshot to the abdomen with armor piercing rounds is not really that big of a deal anymore. <laughs> this looks cool though. Like, like, uh, it looks cool. Like the way he he kind of patches himself up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really like the um, the stitches. You know, he puts that kind yeah. of like I don't know. I guess human gut glue inside of him, whatever the yeah. fuck you want to call it. But just the way those stitches just just kind of oh, that that's really good. You know, that's that's really cool. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, but uh, look, Dread and Dread and Anderson link up again, and um, oh, we just. 
like they 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 break into that uh, sort of server room and they find uh, Gleason, and Gleason's just hiding and um, what like Anderson just lets him go. Yeah, and I, I think, yeah, and I I think that's great because we obviously yeah. see the the type of life that he's been basically forced to live, you know, and I, this totally caught me off guard. Yeah, I, I, I thought in the beginning it was just a montage of Mama just doing horrendous stuff, you know, shooting people, ripping somebody's eyes out, because um, it seems more like, like a torture thing, but really she's tearing his eyes out to, like, make him, you know, this, this like, ultimate kind of, I guess, like, hacker, you know, just yeah. make make him even better. For, for, you know, obviously she's only doing it for her for her own benefit. But yeah, I, I, I love that, that, that Anderson's no, like, right. yeah, Anderson's like, yeah. you know, I'm under assessment right now. I, you know, I'm, I know I'm not going to be a judge anyways, cause I lost my gun. I don't care. It's my assessment and I'm letting him go. And I was like, dude, awesome. Own it. You know, own it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This is like the defining moment for Anderson. I love this. I love the way she just fucking gears up and she's like, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, I already decided I, I picked up the fail when I lost my gun. I already decided that I'm not going to be a judge. She, and she's just like, let's finish this. And I love the music. Is it kicking in? It's just so cool. Yeah, and basically they they need a they need a code from him to get into Mama's, and you know he's she's like I don't even need the code, and she when she goes in and read the reads his mind for the code, that's where she sees the history with everything. Um, yeah, and really, yeah, this guy's just been an unwitting pawn this whole time, and I think it's great to see yeah. him to see him get out. Yeah, for sure. But well, yeah, we get a, like a, a quick little montage of like them just like blasting their way to the top. Uh, to level two hundred, uh, to Mama's spot. Like this is this is cool, man. I, I can watch these guys clear rooms all day. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so cool. Like the way uh, I, I love, I love like their their little. I love when Dread like taps her on the back. Like it's so, it's so cool. Just like little touches like that. You know what I mean? Like working as a team. It's so cool. Yeah, they, they they really they really do make a good team. I I, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing another movie where yeah. where they are teamed up. But I wouldn't mind seeing you know just a dread movie as well. I, I I would like to if they do make a second one, it would they would just be remiss to not touch on this character again and see what has happened to her since the events of the first movie. Absolutely, absolutely. But they rock up to Mama's place, uh, and I okay, I never liked the way this was shot. Um, like the way, the way that the, the henchmen kind of like fire on, on, on Anderson, she takes a bullet, but then like when Dredd shoots this guy, I don't know what it is. Like, it's like shot between like two poles or something. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, I'm kind of, I'm coming up on the scene now. Um, but, but, um, but yeah, I I like it. Sarah, yeah, I'm just watching them fucking clear rooms and shit. I'm like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Um, (laughs) but, um. But yeah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I see, I see what you mean now. Yeah, see what I mean. Like, I, I do like that we we see the guy in the foreground just like get fucking destroyed, uh, and 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 um, Mama's in the background. And she's just holding the the poles with both hands. But I don't know. It just looks weird. Like it's just like it's it's like the, the they put the camera between like two poles or something. Yeah, I see it. There, yeah, it's very. There's like something right in front of the camera, kind yeah. of blocking it a little bit. Yeah, yeah that is kind of odd. But um, no, so this is where uh, Mama reveals that she's got a dead man switch. Uh, it's synced up to her heartbeat. If she dies, the top fifty floor, the top fifty floors go as well with her, which means the whole building goes essentially. Um, and Dredd just hits her with a gut shot, right? Like fucking just nails her. Yeah, I love that. You know, he's basically, you know, yeah. If I shoot you. You know that's fine. I'm sh- I'm gonna shoot you, but that doesn't mean that your heart's gonna stop like right away. It's gonna give me enough time to figure something out. 
Um, yeah. Which I think is great, you know, because uh, definitely the first time I saw it, uh, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I've got this bomb. And if you if my heart stops, she's like, fuck you, bling, and just like shoots her. He's just yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. But he's so, yeah, he's so like, he's so like stoic and like 100% like, like devoted to the cause. He's like, this isn't a negotiation. Your sentence is death. Mama's like, you can't afford to take the risk. That's when he lowers his aim and shoots her in the stomach. Uh, she collapses onto the bed and she's just like fucking bleeding out. Um, and Dredd just walks up. We're a kilometer above ground. What do you figure the range is on that thing? Could it get through a hundred levels of concrete? How about 200? Let's find out. And seriously, I just love that. I love the way he just like fucking drags it to her feet, drags it to the window. And this is my favorite line. I just love this, man. I love, I love... Citizen Mama, your crimes are multiple homicide and the manufacture and distribution of narcotics. How do you plead? And then he just like, she she doesn't say anything. That's another thing I love about Mama. She doesn't cry. She doesn't bitch. She doesn't moan. She she's accepted her fate. Right. Yeah. She Def- kind of says as such. Like earlier too. She's like, at one point she's uh, when the when the judges show up. One of them's like, you know, it hasn't been a judges here in months. She's like, well, you know, it's all. She's like, I knew we were gonna get busted eventually. You know, it's like it's time. It's gonna happen at some point. You know, like she's very accepting yeah. of it. She understands this game. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She doesn't. She doesn't say shit. And dreads like defense noted, and he just fucking pelts her out the window. Yeah, dude. I cannot. I we cannot go past what is one of probably my favorite shot of the whole movie. And I, I absolutely love the shot of her as she's, as she's just flying down. Um, it, uh, it, it looks so good. Like, it, 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 uh, it, oh man, just it's it's beautiful. You know, like just starting from the top and just panning all the way down as she's falling. I was like, dude, that is fantastic. Yeah. It looks so this good. entire sequence is so good. I I love the shot of the the glass. Um, and Dredge just like he's pulling his hand back from the push, and then he just he doesn't even like wait to see. He just like starts turning around immediately. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just starts walking back to to Anderson. He doesn't even like care. He just pushes her out the window, and like she's just falling. I I do think the fall takes a while though. Like I could do without the fall, like kind of being yeah, because so we because we've yeah we kind of already we've already seen it. We understand the implications of yeah. of being drugged up with the slow mo and then shoved out a window. It's a horrible death, and it's like don't get me wrong. It's yeah. satisfying to see that happen to our villain, yeah. but at the same time, like we understand the implications of that. Uh, but I, I guess it is yeah. it is kind of like the last time we see it, so we might as well go out with a bang, you know? Yeah, and I love how she goes past that floor where he lit lit it up with the incendiary, and there's all the smoke still there. Mm, yeah, I didn't catch that. Uh, that's that's crazy. So cool, so uh, cool. I l- I love the shot as she's as she's falling backwards, and you know, the, like as, and she from her point of view, we see dread just up there in the three windows. Like that is a, that is a really cool touch. I like cool. that. It, so it cool, man. Looks great. Yeah, and then like I I also love. I thought they were going to just like because. For a moment, like it, like the count, like the movie, like speeds up to normal time, and we see her fall with the glass shards. I thought like the the, the movie was just gonna be like splat, like she's just gonna hit the ground at normal speed, but then we cut back to her like with the slow mo, um, and her just like face first, like face planting into the ground. Yeah, I love that. I love any kind of movie where it's like kind of like Inception, where it's showing us, you know, yep. what it looks like in some form. Yeah, that's that's great. It, it, like the mm. how things look from a different perspective, like in the moment, how things look versus how it looks from an outside point of view. That's 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 really really great. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the shot of her, like, like the, you can see the ground and, like, the shot of her approaching the ground, like, yeah. from the side, side angle. So cool, man. Like, and then, like, it just cuts to, like, a, a, a top, like, up, like, an up shot. And, man, she just explodes into, like, blood. The entire screen is just, like, blood. Yeah, absolutely. And then we get that that tracer on the arm, like seeing it turn red. And I, I, yeah, I assume that it, yeah, like the red for not being near the, not being far yeah. enough for the transmission or whatever, but dread just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I thought. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. That's, that's yeah. at first I was like, God, what a stupid line to like end that on. And I was like, nah, I guess he's like, yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. You know, I dig <laughs> he that. Walks yeah. Off. Yeah. I dig it, man. But yeah, man, like they, they're done. They're fucking done. They they go down the elevator. Uh, Anderson's fine as we thought she would be anyway. Uh, the, all the all the shutters and stuff open. You know, we get ambulances. We get more judges arriving. We get, we get the commander. Um, Dread's just Dread has a quick uh, a quick sort of interlude with Anderson, mm-hmm. telling her telling her that the assessment's now over and things like that. And then Anderson gives her gives her shield over. Yeah, and, you know, she just she just fucking walks off without saying a word. Like, I thought it was pretty cool, man. Yeah, I love that because there's no really like, there's not really any kind of like been fun, dread. Like, oh yeah, this has really been a walk in the park. Yeah, this is this mm. has been a learning experience or blah blah blah. She's like, dude, here's your badge, here's your gun. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm done with this. I definitely don't want to be doing this. Yeah, for sure, man. And I like I like the commander. She's just like, how'd she do? Is she a pass or a fail? And then he's just like, she's a pass. Because, like, you know, she she taught him that compromise is sometimes a good thing, right? Like, it doesn't always have to be black and white. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so cool. Like, 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 you know, this is an action movie first and foremost, but we still get a character arc. Right, yeah. I was I, I was going to ask you what... What reasons you think that he that he that he passes her? Because obviously we're talking about Dread here. Dread's got an insanely high standards, and I think that um, you know, like I, I guess, I guess, I guess the arc is kind of, you know, yeah, she's teaching him about compromise, and in that he's like, yeah, yeah, she lost her gun, and yeah, she fucked up a few things, but without her. You know, like I was in a fatal position and she totally saved my ass. And like she was, I mean, in a lot of times just as helpful or more helpful than Dread, being able to extract information and read through the walls and find stuff like, yeah, he's great with like brute force, but there's no way that either one of them would have made it out alone. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Like they're, they're like they're such a good unit. But um, we get this shot of like Dread walking out, man. I, I love this like front shot, and like he's got the fucking like bullet hole still in him. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, we get the uh, we get the voiceover, Carl Urban, Mega Sitting One. You know, he's just like, ah, oh, it's it's such a cool ending. I love I love the way the music like pipes up. I love that overhead shot of the city, and like everything just looks like like it looks like a, a massive like graveside, but it's like buildings. Right, yeah, and it definitely it just seems like it just yeah yeah it just seems like stuff in rows. Just everything seems just so grid like. Um, yeah, and yeah, it really like I said it really adds to like the um, like everything being unorganic. Very like you know things that are organic and things that occur naturally don't follow in lines and square mm. up square up the way that this city does. It squares up like perfectly, and I think I think we see that a lot. Like you said, a lot of those top down shots, like so much of them, everything is just 
brick and concrete and just square and plain. Like everything seems just very like meh. Um, but yeah, I, I love that. Like the, like the, the way everything looks, it's kind of, it, it's, it's funny you said a graveyard because this whole place is really, I mean, it's kind of like one big graveyard, you know, how many people, Pretty much. Uh, 102 dead bodies, you know, we've got here in, in less than, you know, 24 hours in one building, like, holy shit. Crazy, man. But yeah, man, only one thing fighting for order in the chaos, judges. Who do you think this is riding off though? Is this, this can't be Anderson. I don't, um, is it, is it not Dread? Well, I don't know, because, like, the the last thing we see before that shot is Anderson with a helmet walking off. Hmm. Like, I... it it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense for it to be Anderson, because she's, like, kind of quit, though. But if she's a pass, maybe, like, you know, I, I don't know, like... I don't know. I, I honestly, I guess I, I, I wasn't even paying attention hard enough. I just, I just assumed <laughs> it was Dread, because, I, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing with, um... It's kind of like the same thing with the 95 one with Stallone. I actually do really like the ending of that when, you know, everybody's like, hey, we want you to be the new chief of justice and we want you to do this. And he's like, nope. He's like, you know, and just immediately gets back on the bike and leaves. Um, yeah, I, think that, I remember that. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I I honestly, I just thought it was Dread. Um, mm. It might be Dread. I don't know. It looks like a man's back. I don't know. But I like I like the music overlay piping up, man. I love the credits, the smash hard cut to credits. It's so cool, dude. I I, oh, I love the way this movie starts and ends. And then Judge Dread, created by John Wagner and Carlos Escalera. Yeah, I uh, I actually read that the creators of that when they were getting together with Alex Garland, Peach Trees is the name of a coffee shop that they met up to discuss the oh, uh that's badass. Yeah, it's a name of like a coffee shop or somewhere that they've met up to uh yeah, to um to discuss the movie, but but yeah, now I'm going back and watching. I don't know if that is dread or not. Now that's going to bug me. Why do you get to point shit out like that? Now that's going to bug me. I got to go on the internet and read for like 2 hours and shit and figure stuff out. Well, it could be Anderson nah, because of blah blah blah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's dread. That's motherfucking done and dread, done. dude. Done and dusted, man. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm. I'm Colin, lucky. Give me your closing thoughts, mate. Well, I was gonna say I'm. I'm. I'm lucky because you know I, I managed to just wing this, even though not seeing the 2014 version. I mean, I was talking. I, I was fully prepared to talk about the 1995 Sylvester Stallone movie. And, wait, what's 2000? <clears> that this is 2012. Two, oh, I thought it was 2014. Sorry, never mind. Um, uh, da. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I I like this movie. I like it. I think I had more fun covering it than I actually did watching it. Um, <laughs> like, which is which is great. You know, it's it's it, you know that's it's cool to take a movie that you don't love that much and make mm. you know that you that you make a really really fun evening out of it. Um, and and fun content for you guys. You know, I really hope you guys enjoyed this. You know, I I enjoyed it. Um, I I I feel like I'm, I might come back to this one sooner now. You know, now that I've watched it, you know, a couple times in the last uh, in the last few days um because they're you know and i'm really interested now to i'll probably get off here and start reading about like the mythology of judge dread and like how all that stuff works because it's always been a super interesting there's really not another comic book character like that it's judge jury executioner like all that stuff wrapped up in one and it's like legal you know we see like punisher and we see comic book characters who just go out and you know and kill people and they believe they're on the right side of the law but you know this like it's just like it's it's not an insane concept, but it's it's something that's easy to grasp, but might seem kind of insane on the surface because of you know given given 
one that these people can, you know, just execute people on the street like it's no problem. You know, that's that's so bizarre to me. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to kind of like look into the farther parts of like the Judge the Judge Dread mythology. And if I can find that RoboCop versus Judge Judge Dread thing, I'm gonna post it in the after party, um, and uh, you know, I'll tag you in it so you can see it up there. But it, it's pretty cool. Badass, dude. Uh, yeah, man. Look, uh, I love the hell out of this movie. Uh, it's 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 it was so fun covering it, man. It was so fun watching it again. Like it's just so, and it's an easy watch. Like it's only an hour and a half. It's not like it's Interstellar, right? <laughs> like oh, you know God, what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's 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 awesome, dude. Like I love the energy of it. I love the spirit. I love the world building, the feel, the tone. Everything about this movie to me is just so damn good. Um, I was watching this with my brother in the movies, man, and we both love the hell out of it because we both love the original, uh, like the. The, the judge dread as a kid as kids mm. i want to specify as kids okay not right. now right <laughs> but yeah man um uh like you said i'm i'm i've been like thinking about picking up the comics for this um because the the world just fascinates me i love like i'm very f- um fascinated about how um a legal system like this can exist like i uh, like all of this all of that kind of shit just like you know i'm so amazed by it um even though it's 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 fictional like it's it's still it's still pretty cool man um but yeah man look uh we i think uh we're in early talks but it sounds like we have a horror movie coming up for our next feature presentation am i right colin yeah, I mean, I uh, honestly, I've been, I've been super excited to, uh, to do like straight on horror. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is kind of like a mixed bag. You get a fifty-fifty, um, but at the same time, like really just doing something that's just like you know that's unabashedly horror. That's not like paying homage to it while doing another genre, like something that's just just a full-on horror. Um, but yeah, we're 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 looking at some. Should I go ahead and drop it, or do you just want to tease them with it for now in case we decide to do something else, or? Just drop it. Oh, dude, we're going to do The Void. Um, This is a movie that, honestly, not a lot of people I know have seen. Um, It's a really, really good... It's a really, really good movie. It's on Netflix right now. It's been on there for a while. Um, I was taken away by this as soon as I saw the trailer. Um, If you're into John Carpenter or, you know, the Evil Dead movies or Hellraiser or the, um, you know, any type of, like, really, if you're a fan of 80s horror, it's going to be right there. If you're a fan of practical effects and, you know, most of it taking place in one location, it's it's your kind of movie. Um, And I'm really, really excited to cover it. I've been really high on this movie for the last couple of days. I just rewatched it. I think right before I watched Dread, I rewatched Void, um, and it's it's just so great. They've got a great like making of it uh, documentary on YouTube, so I highly suggest everybody check it out. And I'm definitely looking forward to covering that. Badass man, I'm looking forward to it too. Um, but yeah, look, you can find us. Uh, you can email us if you have any questions or theories or, or whatever the hell about who the hell was on that bike at the end of this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can do that at uh, at midnight. Uh, sorry, midnight double feature at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram. Um, you know, we got some lovely people on Instagram. Um, that's at midnight double feature. Uh, Facebook is where most of the action is. Uh, our main page is midnight double feature. Um, but we also have our little, a little fun uh, page called the after party. Uh, the and after party's two words. Um, but yeah, man, definitely reach us out there. Uh, look, Colin, unless you got anything, anything else to say, man, we might as well say goodbye to the to the nice people. 
no, I'm, I got I got nothing else. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we really hope you enjoy it. And yeah, send us some feedback. Let us know if there's any movies you guys think we should cover. Or maybe something that we haven't watched. I'm always down to hear this from Justin. So yeah, reach out. We really want to talk to you guys. Yeah, guys, really appreciate it. Like Colin said, man, like reach out to us. We'd definitely like to cover something that you know the fans pick. Um, that would be fucking awesome. But yeah, guys, we hope you have a good one. Signing off. Boom.